0: Log Talk Radio. Hey, Chief Kingdom, you gotta fight for your rights. <laughs>
1: and now, from the IMLD Home Studios, in its 11th season. You are listening to, in much less detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Now your hosts, Jay and Bray. Oh yeah, it's Saturday night, and we are back to our regular routine, two hours of the football party, recapping week eight and getting you ready for week nine in the NFL. I'm talking to America here. We are back and talking to America and Burkina Faso and the rest of the world. You are listening live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast here with you, live on a Saturday night, November the 4th, 2023. I'm Dre, he's Jay, Jay, you're here, you're back, you're
2: you're back on your own show. I missed all of one show, <laughs> and yeah, it, it, I was telling you right before we went to air. It feels like I've been gone for months, and I, all I missed was one show. But yeah, we packed a lot into these last few weeks. Um, vacation was awesome. I, I, I can't, I, I can't be like you, man. I can't just complain about everything and then say what a great time we had. It was genuinely a great time all around. You know, we started off the trip uh, seeing you guys down there, eating some ribs and. Went down to Florida for five nights drove back did a circle around saw my dad on the way home Weather was perfect for the pretty much the whole trip uh, we came home of course and two days later we get three inches of snow uh, of course. which is that's the uh, that just pulls you right back to reality after 80 and sunny every day uh, for almost a week and a half straight right. but uh, it's good to be back on the show I, I gotta say that the well I don't like to make excuses but Tomorrow, because I'm helping my mom move into her new place tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow will make it four straight weeks I'll have watched basically no football. Oh. Um, and that makes it really hard. I, this, this is not th- something you know, for people who think they picking every game against the spread. And we do this for fun. We, you know, we're not obviously. You, you put some. You, you invest a little bit, but mostly we we've been doing this for fun. We don't. There's no nothing other than bragging rights and any of that and just the love of the game and talking about the sport, but not being able to watch does not make it easy to do this. I'm sure. But I wouldn't have, I, I mean, sitting on the beach, uh, you know, for a week. Uh, yeah, you, you don't really think too much about football.
1: Uh, I Believe me, I remember the, uh, the cruise uh, that we took a couple years ago, the Virgin yeah, Voyages that was Cruise, when, which is in the middle of the football season. The show. That right. was when
2: you missed the show. That was when we did the hostile takeover.
1: That's right. So um I I understand completely. You get that time away and you just take it and enjoy, it, which is exactly what you're supposed yeah. to do. So I'm, I'm glad I, I you did that.
2: Didn't watch much football. It, it didn't help my picks. Um but well, you know, I'm not here to talk about the past.
1: <laughs> okay, Mark. <laughs>
2: but but I am here to talk about last week. Uh you asked me right before we went to the sh- to, to to air. and I did yes, I do have awards for last week. I I I was able to I followed what was happening. But, you know, without being able to watch, you don't get all the context, but um I was home. We got home last week on Sunday. So that was the end of our trip. So I actually did get to watch. We got home Three quarters of the way through the noon slate, so I was able to at least, you know, absorb more football, Um, you know. And and even last night's game, I didn't watch. I watched enough of it. Uh, I I had it on. Um, Not a good game. Boy, these Thursday night games have gotten tough. Not a good game at all. It's one. It's another one. You can chalk that up with uh, in the column again of the we were absolutely right and a pick we lost
0: <laughs>
1: right uh that game was so dull that whatever the winning touchdown that knocked us out of the points for it i i missed it yeah i had nodded off
2: yeah it was it was not a good game so i did say uh, i did bring back something uh, i did tell you that i have found the greatest soundbite for our show ever uh even better than the dan fielding
0: Wow, uh, that's. I'll have you.
2: I, it's it's uploaded. It's got IMLD right on the front. It's only three seconds, but you you can incorporate. We'll have to incorporate this into the show or the intro. It is the best sound drive, uh sound drop for this show.
1: And I, I have no idea what it is. I don't know. I, I saw it labeled, but I don't know what IMLD LD. Uh, I don't know what that stands for. Uh, is a, is this a prize you want me to unwrap now? Do I press this and see what it, it is? Okay, uh, the greatest sound drop ever in three seconds. Boy, did you put some hype on this! So
0: uh,
1: can't wait to to f- figure out what this is. Here it is.
0: Now let's talk about some games in more detail.
1: In <laughs> uh, in much less detail. You know, that that is awesome. That is uh, the the namesake of the show. Is exactly yeah. where it comes from.
2: <laughs> uh, it only took us. Eleven years. <laughs> but Good
1: old Lynn Dawson.
2: I, I scoured and scoured and scoured uh looking for that and finally <laughs> finally found it and was able to rip that. So um, That's
1: great.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I that that somehow you know, we can play that before we do the picks, we can play that uh uh somehow sneak that into an intro um for the show, but yeah, the the best three seconds for
1: this show. Yeah, I'll definitely play it right before we do the picks if I if I remember it's up here. Yeah, that's that's great.
0: <laughs>
1: the picks in more detail, the, even though it's less detail. only named the show <laughs> after the <that> sound drop. <laughs> right. So, so, yeah, so very fitting. Story,
2: for people who want to scratch their heads, that is L I M L D. Of course, is the name of our show. L D is the the, the great um, Len Dawson.
0: That's right
2: who every week on Inside the NFL, they would go through, they would show all the picks that they agreed on, you know, mm-hmm. and then they would talk about the rest of the games in more detail. And there's versions, I'm sure if I look through multiple, you'll find multiple versions of that. But, um, yeah, it didn't say it the same canned way every week. But for us, what always stuck in our minds was the whole, let's, you know, let's talk about the rest of the games in more detail and, but and, and, and coming up with the name of the show uh, when we did that way back when, or the or the blog, um, didn't yeah. take long. It did not take us long uh, to come up with that.
1: No, it just it seemed very natural that we were going to always talk about our picks uh, in in less detail, in in much less detail, uh, <laughs> because we 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 didn't bring the expertise of the inside the NFL guys. We didn't bring the right. the different viewpoints we didn't have the quarterback viewpoint and the running back and the receiver and we didn't go into the deep into the the numbers and the metrics and all that we basically said mm, i like this team just because yeah uh, and then then we spun off into non sequitur and talked about skinner and whitney young and high school and right anything else that came to our minds so that, that's basically but, uh... how this all started
2: you know, nowadays you can probably go eight hundred different places and and find people who who pick games or want to pick their you know their Blazing Five or like people, you know or <laughs> any of those things. But uh, you know, uh, props to Inside the NFL because they picked every game just like we do.
1: Exactly. So dear, near and dear to our hearts uh, as always. Um, and Lynn Dawson now uh, has a place on our show as he has uh, deserved for all of these many years. It only took us to our 11th year of the podcast uh, to, to give him his perfect
2: so, – So did it did it live up to the hype? Did I hype up a three-second drop enough?
1: I think that's about as good as a three-second drop could get as far as the hype goes. That's about as, as good a delivery as you could possibly get.
2: All right. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I was trying not to get hyperbolic, but –
1: no, that's uh, great. That, that brings it all home.
2: Yeah. So it's per- that's why I said it's perfect for this show. Yeah. And so absolutely, uh, so the search will now begin for some other obscure drop for things. <laughs> you know, think about how long it took us to find dumplings.
1: <laughs> that's right. Uh, and yeah, because we both I think looked like one or two yeah. times, and and it wasn't there. And then in Any between times. that year or two. Uh, someone decided to upload that commercial uh, to YouTube, and that's yep. where we finally were able to have uh, <laughs> We were so happy to get that. <laughs> so, yeah, you never know. We we uh, we could come up with something and it's not there, and then next thing you know, somebody uh, uploaded it.
2: So, yeah. You, uh, you said you
1: did have uh, uh, awards to give out for, I, uh, for I... week eight.
2: I do. Uh, you get okay. to go first because i do. not not watching. Again, I'm not trying to make excuses, but not watching right. football games does not make picking games easy.
1: <laughs> uh, it's our football. <laughs> it is our full two-hour football party. We do have awards for the best and the worst uh, for week eight in the NFL before we give you our picks for week nine. Uh, and the reason I have the honors for leading off for the awards for week eight is because of my better record for week eight, which was uh, an amazing eleven and three. I don't know where I wow. pulled that from.
0: There
1: it is. And you you went eight and six, which is also yeah. very nice. You were rebounding from uh, the three, the twin threes that you put up uh, in week six Man. and seven. So you you bounced back nicely from that. Uh, we had a couple pushes in there. So eleven three and two for me, eight six and two for you. Uh, putting me 10 games clear on the season at the moment. I'm at 60 and 58 with four pushes. I am so happy that I'm finally out from underwater. I have found 500, and please, 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 God, don't let me get back under because that was not a good feeling. Um, And you are battling uh, 50 and 68. Uh, So you got a ways to go, but you're you're not at 400 anymore. You got up to 424, so you got away from uh, some of those – mary lines and and those those spreads are points for, uh, per, uh percentage points that we make fun of yeah. for some people that make if you're an expert in making football picks you shouldn't be 300 and, and 350 and 400 and, uh putting up those kind of numbers so we we always make fun of those and occasionally one of us uh nudges near that number for the season so it does happen um but we're we're yeah, we're battling we it. don't
2: we don't hit the the 295 like some of the no. guys in games with in high school um <laughs> would hit the the nelsons and the d's who were, oh. who were lucky to hit 300 but hey if you, you know you put up back to back threes uh, one of those i didn't even even i i i that must have been two sundays ago I had no yeah. clue. i knew it was bad
1: but i right. wasn't paying
2: any attention
1: you're getting in a vacation mode It's completely yeah. understandable
2: I was like, oh, it was bad. If I would have just flip flopped all my picks, I would have had a better week. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we all have weeks like that.
2: We have definitely had weeks like that. So I got I got some I got some catching up to do, and it's that it, you know we're talking about going back next year. I got to figure out a way to incorporate. You know, well, I've, I've got unf- four weeks in a row is hard to miss. Um, it wasn't meant to, you know, so next year I'm not going to have two weekends completely eaten up bracketing vacation where I have to help my mom move.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Which is just, and that's my Sunday's my day off. I can't do it on Saturday because I work. So it's been Sundays and it's just like no football, no football, no football, no football. And you can actually just pinpoint the exact moment when all that started because that's when my season went completely south.
0: Well.
2: So now I'm back uh, and I got I to gotta get this thing turned around. Nice thing about right. no matter how far you get behind in what we do, 10, I mean, 10 games, we get to the end of the season, then we're 10 games apart. That's one good playoff weekend to make up. That's true. So I just got to not keep falling backwards. And your uh, big mistake last night was you agreed
1: with me. <laughs> I, I should have never done that. I mean, we, I, I went first for the first time uh, in a long time. You usually did. You, you have the time to put up your Thursday night.
2: about 5 o'clock.
1: Yeah, usually you get the time to put up your pick uh, around 5 before you head home uh for Thursday night and I have to wait till I get home from uh work and and running whatever errands I have to run and then I don't settle down to make my pick until usually around 6 6:30. So usually your picks up first. Uh, Thursday, I had the occasion to put my pick up first because I got out of work early trying to get some dental work done, which didn't work out. But anyway, um, so I put my pick up and you immediately uh, respond with, yeah, I had uh, also this, uh, the same score margin. We both had a team winning by one uh, yeah. in a game in which the uh, favorite was favored by three. So therefore, we both had the underdog. Yeah. And, and then the, course, favorite the favorite was by, by four. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Four. Well, stuff happens. Well,
2: you're first. Um,
1: I, I am. Uh so... my my best of week eight.
0: Who do you think you are? I am. Uh,
1: they're they're not going to be the man at any other point this season. They're not going to be. Uh, who do you think you are? I am the man. So, Carolina Panthers, come get your flowers. Oh. First win. <laughs> and-
2: And we both – and that was the one – when I sent in my picks, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get him with Carolina, (laughs) and I'm going to get him with Denver, and Uh I was just like, oh, man, I got this. I got – and then Uh you agreed with me. No, I had – I didn't get to do the show last week, but I actually had Carolina winning that game.
1: So did you, you, I'm guessing. Yes, yes, I did. Um, I said this Uh – this has got to be it. This has got to be their, their their W. If they don't get it here, they, they might be looking at 0-17. So they, it has to be right here. So that's why wow. I uh, had Carolina to win, and they, they did win. Um, w of the year. We don't have to have a death watch all year to see if they're going to be the next Detroit Lions to go 0-17. Uh, first W for the kid quarterback, good for Bryce Young. Uh, first win for Frank Reich in Carolina, uh, head coach. Uh, it was a defensive fight. It was about as rough a football game as you could imagine. Uh, 15 to 13, I'm sure wasn't very pretty to watch, but the last second field goal gets it done. Uh, that's my best of week eight, because you hate to see any team going over it. You hate to see that death, death, you know, the death rattle yeah. and, uh, watching a team just going through it. Is it going to be this week? Is it going to be 13, 14, 15? It's just going through that. That's, uh, unless you, you know, are just completely trash. No team and no organization deserves to go through all of that all year. And, and as bad as the Panthers might be, I don't think they're trash. I don't think they deserved necessarily to, to be uh, offered. And, and, and I just love the fact that they don't have to go through that uh, the rest of the year. And, and I'm, I guess I'm rooting for Bryce Young to live up to that number one pick because I know he's got the talent in him seeing uh, his college play. Um, I'm rooting for Frank Wright. I think we're both rooting for Frank Wright because we both re- uh, respect him as a football person and respect his, his mind offensively. Yeah. Uh, and that was the best to me, just to see them get off the schneid. So good for the Panthers.
2: Wow. I, it's surprising. Two things I took away from that game. One, I figured you would have had that as your worst of the week because that's the Bears pick that they're sitting on.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, And so it, you
2: th- probably don't want Carolina winning a, a lot down the stretch here. You know, if you get somebody who sneaks under them, uh, wouldn't that just be perfect? Um,
1: they're they're going to be in great position with the Cardinals all year to to have to be one yes. and two either way.
2: Yes, they will be in a dogfight. Do they play each other? I guess would be the the final <laughs> question on that. And uh, the second thing was I don't have an award for it, but how? I mean, you're the Panthers, right? So you're clearly you're, you're you have no wins. You've been snake bit. How shitty was it that they had to kick the game winning field goal twice? <laughs>
1: Because uh, but, but the first but one, kidding,
2: though. <laughs> they kicked the first one through, but then there's a a pre snap defensive penalty that wipes
0: the field goal
1: off.
2: So you Doesn't just count. knew, right? You just knew he's gonna miss, right?
1: <laughs> right, right.
2: And hey, good for them. The guy was able to hit it the second time, but you just kind of had a feeling like, oh, oh no, this is the stuff <laughs> that happens to winless teams.
0: Sure, sure. Because
2: it's hard to go winless. It's probably as hard to lose every game as it is to win every game. You yeah, probably. You don't see it a lot. Uh, although, you, obviously, well, we've seen perfect regular seasons now. What, twice? And how many offers have we seen that we've seen?
1: Uh two. Uh, just the yeah, the Lions, and yeah, there was another one, right?
2: Well, there was the Bucks. Uh but that was. Oh yeah. You know, we sure. were like two. Um, right. I didn't see that one happen with the zero and fourteen Bucks. But now with 17 games, I mean, to go 17-0, we to go 0 for 17, that's going to be hard, Ed. But but it, if it does happen, it happens just because of reasons like that.
1: Yeah, just bad because luck. And... The
2: game-winning field goal, and then the refs <laughs> got get wiped a, pre-snap, out. a pre-snap defensive penalty. You can't even decline <laughs> it and take the field goal. No, you got to kick it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, it, they they battled through and and got it done. Thankfully, <laughs> that that would have been uh, that would have been really shitty if they uh, missed yeah. that one. Well, it's um, fitting
2: that you give it to the worst team in football or one of the worst teams in football in Halloween week.
1: <laughs> exactly, because we would have been previewing that game for certain if we were doing uh, yeah. our oh, yeah, usual that, Halloween show. In the show. old
2: way, in the old way that we used to do this show, our highlight games would have all would have all been the worst games of the week. So that would have been one of them.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) That would have been the number one worst game of the week for certain. Uh, uh, The old days. Uh, The Panthers do not indeed play the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Okay, so
2: it's going to come down to merit at this point.
1: (laughs) Or the opposite of merit. Quote, unquote, merit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your best of week eight.
2: Uh, I hate to go chalk. I hate to go, you know, plain on this one. but. Uh, we got to give it up for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Man, not easy doing what they did, going on the road to San Francisco, and, and we can talk about Brock Purdy and the you know the concussion issue, and from the week before, and they cleared him awfully quick uh, to to play the next week after he gets banged up in the pile. Um, still plays because we care so much about player safety, you know, and I have more on on that later. Um, Uh Uh-oh. But, yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, three touchdowns, no picks against that San Francisco defense. They're efficient on the ground. Uh, They run for over 130 yards on the ground. And is this just what the Bengals are going to do every season now, or they're just going to? The first four or five games, they're just going to play it like this is our preseason, and then they're just going to start lighting people up, because this is not the same team that we saw in September with the Bengals and now. coming
1: back from the dead again.
2: And we were making, right, they're doing The Undertaker, we were making fun of them for being part of that triangle in the AFC that just kind of fell apart, <laughs> you know, with the right. Bulls, the Chiefs, and the, and the and the Bengals, and well, the Bengals probably look like the best out of those three now, when a few weeks ago, they looked like the worst. so. Uh, going to San Francisco and and whooping the 49ers. They whooped them pretty good. Um, That's my best of the week.
1: That's how fast it can change sometimes uh, in the NFL.
2: Yeah. It turns out Joe Burrow, uh, he's pretty good. Uh, We all
1: knew he was very good. It's just we also knew he was very hurt.
2: It's right. It's keeping him upright.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his numbers uh, <laughs> coming into that game and before, uh, last, yeah, we, we all know how terrible the, the, the Bengals and have, and Burrow have been this season. Um, and we figure it's because of that injury, but we didn't, uh, the only question we've been wondering is when does the injury go away? When does that stop be, uh, being a factor in his play? And it looks like last week it stopped being a factor. Now, there, there's no way to know that for sure, but at least we both uh, had the Bengals. So we, we got that pick right uh, with the point spread. Um, Another
2: one that I was thinking, like, yeah, I got this.
1: <laughs> no, I, 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 and I'll be completely honest. I had San Fran winning by five. They were five and a half point favorites. That's why I had. Oh, no I actually, I
2: actually, I actually would have probably had the Bengals uh, to win that game. They they were rolling.
1: They were, but there's no way that they were. I thought they were rolling before when they had that one big game that uh, that ben- that Burrow looked like he was completely back, and then he fell back into. Uh, uh, sucking again, so there, there's yeah. just no way to tell. They're they're the Jekyll and Hyde team of the season, and the season wasn't halfway over when I declared that. But they are absolutely the the, the Heckle and Giant team, the Cincinnati Bengals. There is no telling. They might suck again this week. They might just you know jump right back into being bad again. There's no telling. There is just no telling with that team. Um, I don't even remember which award that game got. It got one of my awards, so I'll address it uh, myself later on a little more. All right. Um, but that was your. your worst. That was my best Your, of the week. So it's up to me for my my worst. Your worst. The purge, part two.
2: Huh. I, did, <laughs> I I got something for that later. So yeah, sure.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I did this earlier uh, in the in the season. I had a. a, a... <laughs> That I had a, a purge. Part one, I think, was uh, like a, a letdown or something, like, or struggling early in the in the in the year where all the quarterbacks, all the starting quarterbacks, all at one time seemed to get hurt. At this, what happened in week eight that blew that away. Whatever happened a few weeks ago to all these starting quarterbacks, what happened last week just put it to shame. Like I, this was unbelievable. Kirk Cousins pops the Achilles. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor with another rib injury. That guy and ribs, um, dude. <laughs> man, he just has the worst luck with that. At least they didn't give him an injection to, to clear that up. Because that, I'm thinking Tyrod Taylor would have sat up in the in the hospital gurney and said, "Nope, we're not doing that." As soon as you see the needle run, <laughs> nope, <laughs> not happening. Not gonna happen. Uh, Matthew Stafford uh, keeps banging his thumb around in Dallas several times he bangs it around Uh, I don't know if Desmond Ritter gets included in the purge because Arthur Smith claimed he wasn't being benched for performance reasons so it was because he was hurt maybe we don't really know might have been concussed I don't know Uh, no straight answers there Uh, Kenny Smallhands uh, is included in that purge although he came back Thursday night and played so at least we know he was able to bounce back but that was part of it. Just so many starting quarterbacks getting put down, and and uh, for some of them uh, for a long time, and for one of them, of course, Cousins uh, permanently for the rest of the of the season. That yeah. was uh, that was
2: that was the hard one because the Vikings yeah. were actually starting to turn it around.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was playing great
1: football. Four and four. Right. He was playing some great football, uh, but he goes into Lambeau and pulls a Rodgers uh, in Rodgers' former yeah. home, yeah. Lambeau Field. It was just very weird. Uh, although the Vikings still survived and put down the Packers. Uh, But, yeah, Cousins was playing pretty good, uh, especially considering uh, not having Justin Jefferson the last several weeks um, and making something happen with those other guys, with with, with K.J. Osborne and and Jordan Addison and those guys. It it was looking like the Vikings would actually compete and and contend in the NFC uh, until that. So, yeah, really, really disappointing to see that. But that was my worst of week eight is another quarterback purge in the NFL in a league that quite frankly, can't really afford too many good quality quarterbacks to go down. Cause there's so many bad ones still out there.
2: Oh, yeah, more than you've ever seen
1: seemingly uh, more than ever. Yes,
2: man. Uh, okay. Your worst I've got of a, the I've, week. My worst of the week is what I want to do is I want to take every piece of footage, media, memory, (laughs) thought that has anything to do with the Jets-Giants game and launch it into the sun. (laughs) One of the worst football games you've ever seen in every way. Play, coaching, officiating, every single thing about that game was just... How in 2023 do you end up with a football game like that? Uh, the Giants, who were in line to win the game. The Giants did everything that you need to win a football game, right?
1: 99% probability.
2: Should have won the game. Don't, uh, Brian Dayball passes up the fourth and one that would have iced it. Fine. The Jets then get a completion to Garrett Wilson, and you get the fastest drop and spike and spot in history where <laughs> the refs don't even, like, first of all, the Giants don't just lay on Garrett Wilson for a couple seconds, you know, without right. being enough to draw a delay a game. Then the Jets players, the Jets players uh, set their own ball. They spotted their own ball. <laughs> The ref comes flying in from off camera, touches the ball, and then goes flying right, off camera. Like, like it was like I've never never seen anything like that before. You
0: should not like be able effect? to run
2: that. Yeah, like he was part of the act, right? I mean, he ran like by a special so fast effect to... that
1: they superimposed him into... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where would he come from? Hey, and there he goes. Like,
2: uh, it it was mind boggling. Also. <laughs> that the the Jets were going to lose to a Giants team that had negative passing yards, (laughs) once you factor in sacks. Uh, The Giants' leading receivers were Darren Waller and Matt Breida, who each went one for four. Mm. And that team was going to win a football game. Man. yeah, Tyron Taylor gets hurt. His replacement, Tommy DeVito, comes in. Just raw stats goes two for seven for minus one yard. I
1: that that was
2: mind boggling. I, I, I don't want to remember that game. You know, we give away best and worst game of the year. I do. I, I mean, how is this not the one of the worst things we've ever seen?
1: I can't imagine something's going to beat that. <laughs>
2: uh yeah early contender here we're at the halfway point now I don't know if there's been a word. we've seen worse ref shenanigans, but this game had it all terrible play, terrible officiating, terrible coaching
0: just it, uh
2: the only thing that would have made this uh, this was a push for us, but the only thing that would have made this game really truly better is if it just ended in a tie,
1: yes, <laughs> no one deserved to win that game.
2: Nobody just. The only losers were the fans, <laughs> the people watching on TV. Uh, this was all-time awful football. So, my by far my worst of the week, probably the worst game of the season. This is going to be hard to
1: beat. Uh, all those people in the stadium, all the players, all the coaches, <sighs> at the end of that game, to me, there's only one thing all of those people could have possibly have been saying. What <laughs> What the hell was that? What the fuck was that whole game?
2: <laughs> oh, this is—is is this your award for that?
1: So absolutely, just okay. the whole game. I don't to. Yeah, the don't whole drive. thing.
2: Like I said, just launch it into the sun. Call up Elon Musk and be, bus, be like, ask him to rent one of his SpaceX rockets and to put <laughs> all the hard drives, all the video recording equipment, everything, and just shoot that thing right off into space. Set the controls for the heart of the sun.
1: 23 points and 24 punts.
0: Oh, Ever seen sickening. a game with more
1: punts than points?
0: <laughs> <What the
1: fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> Over 18 on third down in the first half. That was uh, just horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. That was disgusting. Uh, yes. that, that, that
2: We're at this point of the season... And, and and NFL franchises, you know, billions of dollars in this league, and that—that's the—that's what you get, and that's the gap. Did you think yeah. about what people pay for tickets to go? What does it cost for a family of four to go watch that crap?
1: Sixty-five thousand uh, dollars. It's or at least that's what it feels. Oh
2: man, Giants should be issuing refunds to their fans <laughs> that had to go
1: to that game. <laughs> And they should have to pay people to come to future games. Oh, uh, yes, that—that's exactly what my WTF was of the week. That was just that—that uh, that game was so painful that it hurt Graham Gano. It injured Graham Gano and kicked him <laughs> out and put him on injured reserve. That—that's how and bad. And Tyrod Taylor game was. got hurt. Oh, and ta- poor Tyrod Taylor and his ribs. Poor guy. Just stay away from his ribs, please, everybody. Uh, we get off of that garbage and move to the smartest of the week for Week 8 to me. To me, the smartest of Week 8 is Sean Payton. Learns his lesson to give me my inverted lock. Thank you, Sean Payton, for figuring out how to defend Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And that is, just take away Travis Kelsey, because he ain't got nothing else to yeah. go to. No. Man, that the rest of them dudes are trash. Five turnovers by the Chiefs in Denver to end the Mahomes-AFC West domination. Uh, The Broncos' defense, that's what we look for for from the Broncos. We know they're not a great defense, but we we always expect them to be competent and actually competing, and that's what they were uh, in that snowy, cold game in Denver. Um, I I still think the win was born of a lack of Chiefs threats outside of Kelsey. They had them bracketed. They wouldn't let them spring open. Uh, sort of a Murphy's Law kind of game for the Chiefs once they did that. Does everything you could hope to go wrong for the Chiefs went wrong. Uh, turnovers, ugly play, uh, just just a bad day for the Chiefs. But I think because of the defensive effort and because of whoever is on Sean Baton's defensive staff making sure that Travis Kelsey isn't the one to beat you, make someone else beat you, anyone else, and no one else could. And that's why the Broncos were able to pull the upset, and we both had that pick and gave me that lock.
2: Yeah, the Broncos, I had them the first go-round. Um, they've been – recent history, they've been playing them tough. They did not quite get there the first time, and I figured, I got a feeling. Uh, and their defense, after giving up that 70, has um, been better.
1: <laughs> well, it'd be hard to be worse. <laughs> I mean,
2: they gave up 61 less points.
1: <laughs> Good for them.
2: <laughs> right? That's a bonus. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's something.
2: So, no, that was, that was definitely uh, – it was smart. Uh, taking away Kelsey seems like it would be the thing to do.
1: Yeah, kind of obvious, I would think.
2: Yeah, and I'm not – don't even – I wouldn't even be covering him with linebackers. You've got to get right. a safety, a good cover corner. You have to eliminate him and make the the seven Mecole Hardmans that <laughs> are left beat you. That was a joke we made right before I left. Mm-hmm. Well, they had traded for Mikael Hardman. They, they added Mikael Hardman to a team of Mikael Hardmans. <laughs> they should all have the same jersey number and the same name on their back because they're all the same guys. Sky Moore and uh, Reese Rice. It, it, they're all the same person.
1: Justin just, Watson and all yeah. those.
2: They'll just put them all in 17s with Hardman on the back. It doesn't <laughs> matter. If you uh, get beat th- by if you get beat by the seventeens, great.
1: Right. Just
2: don't get beat <laughs> don't, by the the eighty seven. Don't get beat
1: by the eighty seven. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> Seems so smart. Uh, we'll see what the rest of the league uh, figures it out. You're smartest of week eight.
2: Oh, this one's easy. It's uh, I'm given this one, and this has not been an easy one to give out this year. I'm giving this one to Arthur Smith.
1: He
2: <laughs> begrudgingly, reluctantly, <laughs> swallowed his pride and realize that Desmond Ritter ain't the guy. Um, we've known this for a while. The play has not been there. That is an offense that is loaded at the skill positions with first first top 10 picks, right? Everywhere in that offense. Bijan, Drake London, that lose him in the game. Uh, he's hurt now, too. The, the, the injury thing is just crazy. Yeah. Um, and Pitts. And you've got, you basically have this, you know, Rolls Royce that you're rolling out there on offense at the skill positions every week. you got Mr. Magoo at the quarterback.
0: <laughs> That's
2: just not going to work. And I know that, that beer man is not the greatest thing since vice but you know, Heineken, Tyler Heineken, as I like to call him, we beer man, um, has shown competence at the position that Desmond Ritter just has not shown. Um, He's, uh, well, I'll say one thing about Heinicke is he might be one of the streakiest players, right? He's got that Fitzpatrick to him where
0: Mm. he'll
2: put together, right? He'll put together three or four really solid games in a row and say, oh, wow, yeah, this guy's an NFL quarterback. He should be starting. And then he'll follow that up with two or three games where you go, oh, ew. Desmond Ritter had none of those. The only statistically good game Desmond Ritter had was against Washington, and check the tape, Washington is trash in the secondary. <laughs> everybody lights up the team Manderskins on the back end. And I mean everybody. Yeah. So that's the only thing that Desmond Ritter really had going for him. Or, you know, uh, uh, like a last like a last minute field goal drive here or there, but uh his first half lines were just so bad. I mean, it was starting to almost get to be back time with Ritter, so they had to make the change. If you want to mask it with an injury and you want to say it wasn't performance based, it, it, whatever. He sucked. I will tell you, Heineke came in, and in the second half, he actually was. They were moving the ball. He was throwing the ball. They were actually there were other receivers. He was throwing the ball to. I had no idea Scotty Miller was even on the Falcons, and all of a sudden, you're just seeing it's Mac Hollins and it's you know, B. John out of the backfield. and Scotty Miller's It's like all of a sudden when you have a real quarterback, even a mid quarterback back there, the pass distribution was better. The offense was moving. They were trying to come back against Tennessee. They couldn't get all the way there, but this is a probably a few weeks too late uh, with this change. I mean, at four and four, they're, they're still technically in first place. So, all is not lost. So Arthur Smith's sort of uh, the backhanded compliment smart of the week.
1: Yeah, you, if you put an end to the Desmond Ritter era and it results in uh, the ball being moved and receivers coming open that you didn't know were on the team, then, yeah, you, it's got to be a smart move. Uh, yeah, you wait a little long to do it. It's, it's Now it's November. Then it was the end of October last Sunday. Uh, but you know, better late than never, right? So at least he did it. Yeah. Um, I, I texted you when he did it, like, uh oh, the move has been made, the button has been pushed, and the uh, the beer man experiment is now on in in Atlanta. I didn't under I didn't know that there was an injury angle to it. I I didn't uh, know that Ritter had been sat for uh, had been taken out for possible injury because I was flipping games, so I didn't know that's why. Technically, there I just flipped over to that game and saw he was sitting there uh, doing the the uh, Russell Wilson thing and clapping and being, the, yeah, all right, let's go. Let's go, team. All right. Falcons country, let's ride. And, uh, and beer man was in there, so that, that's all I saw. But, yeah, the move's been made. The, the decisions aren't necessarily clear about it. Arthur Smith's got a lot of coach speak going, and mm-hmm. uh, that's okay, I guess. Uh, if, it, if it works, it works. Uh, bottom line is the, the wins are always the uh, the answer. And, any coach <laughs> – Whatever question you want to ask him, if he wins the games, then that winds up being, uh, that's why I did it, because we won. So well, we'll see if they can get the Ws. Uh, that puts me on the, uh, the dumbest of the week. And, you know, just because a coaching staff gives you background info as a broadcast crew doesn't mean you have to broadcast it. Chris Collinsworth on Sunday Night Football actually sat there and fixed his mouth to say that Justin Fields could learn how to play football by watching Tyson Bajant.
0: Don't, 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 don't,
1: don't, 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 What the hell's wrong uh, with you,
2: man? Oh, Come no. On. Oh, like no. I,
1: I know the the coaching staff is trying to butter you up and give you some, hey, man, let me tell you something. Uh, Justin could learn a little thing or two from, from watching Bajant. Bajan beat a terrible, terrible team uh, in the Raiders that su- subsequently fired everybody in the organization, right? Yep. Uh, and look, I, I saw a couple of things in Tyson, in, what, what's his name, Tyson, Tyler? It doesn't fucking matter. In Tyson, Bajan, I saw a couple things. I, I, I can see that it can make a couple people excited. So I'm trying to be as fair as possible with it. I understand I'm biased, but I, I'm trying to watch it as objectively as I can. He has some some things. He has some he has an arm. He has some some moxie to him. He leads the league in guts, all that stuff. He's got some things that I see could get some people interested and say, "Ooh, okay. Overall, he blows," all right? That doesn't mean he's always going to blow. But overall, as a quarterback right now, Tyson Bagent blows. Period. You do not need to suck up to Tyson Bagent or the Chicago Bears by painting him as the answer or the guy that Justin Fields needs. The the audacity to say that Justin Fields needs to watch Tyson Bagent play quarterback to learn something. Um and look, Justin Fields is got a long way to go, all right? Sometimes he kind of stinks too. But to, to to think that he needs to watch Tyson Bajan to learn how to play football, that is the that's not just dumb, that's the dumbest thing I've heard in a long long time. <laughs> And I don't. Yeah. I don't think Chris Collinsworth is even smart enough to understand how stupid he it was. To, immediately, Twitter was flaming Chris Collinsworth for that. Immediately, because oh, yeah. it was so stupid. The man has said the following last year on a on a, on a broadcast.
2: Hey, right, how about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat?
1: That that even sounds smarter than saying that Justin Fields could learn something from watching uh, Tyson Bajan. That was just so dumb, just oh so stupid.
2: I can tell you all week. Justin Fields sitting in his hotel room, watching Tyson Bajan's uh, fi- game film from when he, from those the heady days at Shepherd.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the the awesome Shepherd College whatever. Uh, Don't even know what their mascot
2: is. If they maybe they don't even have one. Shepherd shepherds. Right. No idea. No. That's that's no.
1: Just because the staff gives it to you doesn't mean you have to use it.
2: (sighs) I'm glad he Uh, rightfully got flamed for it.
1: and And he just that's that's embarrassing. Yeah. To the, the slobber on the guy that at, he, he played one game and got a victory over a terrible Raiders team, and, and and you're gonna slobber him like that? Really? Come on, man! And
2: then the Bears went out and just got annihilated,
1: of course, because he's not, because he's he's. Not good. He blows. All right, I'm off of that. You're dumbest of the week.
2: Uh yeah, I'm stay, I'm going off the field too with somebody so you're you're off the field with the broadcaster, I'm off the field with a player after a game. I'm giving this one to Deontay Johnson. Uh
0: <laughs>
2: it's really hard. You don't point the fingers at the refs when you yeah. have uh Kenny Pickett before he gets hurt goes ten of sixteen for seventy three yards. <laughs> and Ugh. then and then gets replaced by Mitch Trubisky who throws two picks. They ran the – they did uh, – Jalen Warren was their leading rusher, 19 yards. <laughs> 19 yards was the leading rusher uh, on that team. Uh, just not not a good effort by the Steelers. They were frustrated. They, were, they hung around in a game that they probably shouldn't have hung around in, so I'm sure it was easy to look for an external reason. And there's always – there's bad calls all the time. This has been a se- – every, every year they're worse than the year before, it seems like, and I think a lot of that's just because of how much technology there is that you can just see how bad it is, you know, whether it's uh, guys waiting for plays to be over to see the result before they throw a flag or, you know, <laughs> we just had the refs, you know, assisting in the spotting of a football for a tea. It, You It know, makes no sense, but it's bad all over. But to take out the frustration after just a pretty awful effort overall by that offense, um that's my dumbest of the week. Boy. We gotta remember those three fingers pointing back at yourself when you point the finger sometimes. And the Steelers <laughs> they owned that L. It wasn't the ref's fault.
0: No!
1: No, uh, jacksonville uh took that game from the steelers they they're on a serious oh. roll uh they overcame uh a steelers team that just wins tough games like that and by the way the win on thursday night for pittsburgh yet again they got out-gained, they got outplayed and still won the huh? game so that's the type of, that's what they do that's what the steelers do uh but they didn't do it sunday and yeah, that that was not the officials fault that was uh the, the the team uh, messing up on multiple levels. George Pickens had one catch. That that that's not the referee's fault either. Um, that that's you. At, your quarterbacks are not very good, and your running team is is not very good, and your your offense is in general not very good. That's not the referee's fault. That's your your general manager that you need to be uh, looking at, uh, Deontay. Uh, yeah, that's uh, and and yet still they come back and win uh, on on Thursday. I don't know how they're going to do it. They're going to go over five hundred again, make the playoffs again, and I don't know how they're going to do it. I think every win, literally every every Steelers win this year, they've been outgained every uh, single win.
2: So, I mean, yeah, this is this is a unceremonial, unceremonious first round exit team. Uh, every there there's one every year. Uh, yeah, their record they're they're not as good as their record would indicate. Let's just say.
1: And yet, Mike Tomlin, I see why he keeps his job because yeah, unceremonious first round exit is, is is better than what they deserve. They deserve to be like six and eleven, uh, but somehow they're going to find a way to win nine or ten games. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. understand it.
2: They hang around and they hang around and then they capitalize. And in this in this spot, Jacksonville was just the better team.
1: They were. Uh, speaking of hanging around and finding a way. What the hell's going on out here? My surprise of week eight, um, you touched on the game, but you uh briefly touched on the other side there. I'll take the 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 winning side. You talked about the Falcons and the uh the Desmond Ritter era or error coming to an end. Uh oh, we're, put,
2: we're <laughs> uh
1: put in the ground by of all people, Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Uh wow. You know, and we try very hard, of course, not to give repeat awards. Uh, so, Nashville and and Tennessee, uh, I I don't want to keep giving them the the uh, you know the surprise of the week every week. Uh, if uh, Will Levis would, were to have another great game Thursday and and get a victory over over the Steelers, which he did not do, uh, they would that would have put them in line maybe for two in a row. But he instead I'll just uh, right, he wasn't bad. He, he I was mean, not for bad. being.
2: I mean, that, t- that The Tennessee offensive line is absolutely terrible. Turn oh, style. But <laughs> he stood in there against yeah. some pretty intense pressure, and some of the balls that he was throwing against that pressure were like those were NFL throws. Yes.
1: Yes. That's Tyson what speaks up to me, too. You got the Will arm.
2: Levis. Yeah, Tyson Bajan <laughs> needs to be watching Will Levis.
1: Tyson Bajan can learn something about playing football watching Will Levis. Yes. Yeah. That's, that I agree with. <laughs> The the scuttlebutt out of Nashville before the Titans uh, hosted the Falcons was that Ryan Tannehill wouldn't make the start at quarterback and Will Levis would make the start, but they would mix in some plays for their draft pick from last year, Malik Willis.
2: Did, did, uh, did he take one snap?
1: Something like that. So obviously they didn't really trust in Levis before the game started, right? Because uh, you don't let your co- your coaching you don't let that get out to to the reporters unless you're right. basically saying look, we we don't really want to have this guy playing because. <laughs>
2: I thought it was not, gamesmanship, really, more yeah. than anything, where they were telling, like trying to send that message. To them, well, it could be either guy. We yeah, don't Yeah, we, we, could, we could
1: do something with Willis all game. You never know, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but my point was, you don't do that if you have a quarterback that you like and you trust. If you're trying to act like you have two quarterbacks, that means you don't have any quarterbacks. Well, yeah. Will Levis did what any quarterback should do. Just keep throwing it up for New copkins. That seemed to work well. Uh, that's what you're supposed to When you have a staff that you know doesn't really want to use you, doesn't really trust you, uh, the organization, eh, you know, we drafted him, but we don't really know what, you know, we don't want to know. Do we want to put him in this role? Do we want to use him in this spot? We don't quite know. He went out there against the Falcons and left no doubt. When you talk about four touchdown passes in your debut game, like this is, that was an announcement. That was, uh, you don't have to put in Malik Willis for any trick plays. I'm here. Don't worry, I
2: I got this.
1: I got this. (laughs) I'm him. He was him. Uh, And that was a surprise. He almost
2: was him. Uh, Yeah, no, for your rookie, for your debut, to Mm -hmm. go out there. uh, Now, let's give uh, DeAndre Hopkins some credit for one of the worst push-offs he'll ever see (laughs) on that last touchdown. But that's okay. He was feeling it.
1: Uh, That's what stars get away with sometimes.
2: Well, I was actually, that was as bad as the Mike Evans one on Thursday night. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um,
1: and also, with the Falcons, let's give them credit for some horrific tackling and coverage as well.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Allowing... no, no, Atlanta against rookie debut quarterbacks, If I man, if I would have known that was going to be Will Levis, I, sh- I would have been like, oh, no, 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 Falcons are going to – He's going to go crazy, folks. Uh, no, this is absolutely my surprise of the week, mainly because oh, there I remember back during training camp, somewhere on the ex-Twitter, seeing that Will Levis had one bad practice, so now he's complete dog <laughs> shit. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: where they'll show one grainy... A uh, bit of cell phone footage of him overthrowing somebody. Oh, Will Levis had a oh. bad day in camp. That's I don't it. think he's going to live up to the hype. And then he gets his all first right. NFL start and throws for four tutties.
1: Hey, what happened?
2: Gets his second NFL start. Uh, damn near beats the Steelers in Pittsburgh against that rush. And I, I, I mean, the throws all the way he to made the goal last line. night. The, the throws he made to Hopkins were great. But the throws he was making last night against that pressure, I, I was there were some wow throws that he was making. Yeah. Um and I know they lost the game, so that's not gonna be the the big talking point, you know. Now it's gonna be what a what a baby George Pickens is, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> overshadowed in that is I believe that when we keep talking about the Taddy Show getting cancelled, Tanny Show's canceled.
1: Yes. Uh, until Will
2: back. Levis gets absolutely annihilated by that offensive line of his. Which is going won't to
1: happen? Go, they won't go to Malik Willis at that point.
2: I, if Tanny's healthy, I think they go back to Tanny. Right. But uh, no, I, I think that if everybody's healthy, I don't think Willis or Tanny see another snap the rest of the season. Levis has got to be the guy going forward, right?
1: I, I completely concur. Yes. Okay. I, I completely agree with that. So you're, uh, in, that, in you were saying that the uh, uh, Falcons. Against a, a rookie or first-time starting Oh God, I can remember it, them getting rolled up
2: by like Stony Case and just <laughs> randos <laughs> off the street. If you are, yeah, try, I've been a fan my whole you know my whole life. I could, I could, yeah. I still remember the great Stony Case game. Uh, they just <laughs> love getting rolled up by the yeah. Well, watch out because they're playing the Vikings tomorrow. I don't even know who's playing quarterback oh, to them.
1: Hang on. I can, let, me, let me look up his name. It's
2: not Dobbs because I don't think he's acclimated yet.
1: Jaron Hall. Fuck. I, Whoever, I, oh, man, <laughs> I, I might
2: I might need to change my pick.
1: <laughs> Whoever Jaron Hall is. No, I, I brought it back up because it reminded me of me being a long, lifelong fan of the White Sox. And I know when the White Sox are facing a pitcher for the very first time, they're dead. They can't hit <laughs> anybody that they've never <laughs> seen before. That, the guy could have a ERA and AAA. Right. And that's one of those It comes up in no complaint. Right? It
2: doesn't matter who the roster is, who the coach is. No. It's just the, the, like it's in the DNA of the team.
1: I don't know why. Yeah, different players on the team, different different eras. doesn't matter. If it's a White Sox. Yeah team and you, you're going through the previous matchup and it's all zero 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 never face never face they're done they're, they're fucked they cannot hit anybody that they've <laughs> never seen before can't do it don't know why uh. it, it is what it is ah. <laughs> to my letdown of week eight the boy wonder era in vegas it's already over Uh, And not just the Monday night game, but the entire one-and-a-half-year run of Josh McDaniels was a huge letdown. Once again, an organization gets seduced by his success in New England with Tommy, and they think that he's going to just come in and and be a sweeping agent of change and make everything happen. The Broncos learned that that was not the answer. Now the Raiders have learned uh, he's not the answer. Once again, he's hyped as the problem solver, and once again, he proves to be the problem (laughs) He doesn't have any of the answers. Um, it's just not working out for for the career of uh, Josh McDaniels as a head coach. I hope he doesn't get another chance because that would be really ridiculous. But uh, thinking back to that Monday nighter and uh, the 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 door closer, as it turns out, against the Detroit Lions. At no point seemingly did Jimmy Garoppolo recognize Detroit blitzers coming like crazy. He like had no idea they were on their way. Uh I don't know how he didn't see him. His processing was like Atari 2600 slow. Dude, do you not see this happening in front of you? So that's coaching. That's Russ from Garoppolo uh, having so much time off. Vegas eventually uh, gets worn down uh, uh, and McDaniels gets thrown out. Um, So yeah, it, it was a perfect sort of, uh, crystal balling of the whole thing there, that Monday night game in Detroit, you had unprepared players. You have players who maybe don't deserve to be in that spot. Cause Jimmy Garoppolo getting that, uh, that spot in place of Derek Carr was obviously not a popular thing to begin with, because a lot of people, including uh, Devonte Adams, obviously thought Derek Carr maybe should have still been there. There's no reason to throw him away, especially if you're going to replace him with this guy who's not as good objectively as right. Derek Carr. But um uh, And, and yeah, it was just a perfect wrap-up of the Josh McDaniels era for the world to see on Monday night. Very embarrassing. uh, Never a doubt that the Lions are going to win that one. Um, And then the whole – I mean, the whole organization gets thrown out. The GM gets thrown out. The offensive coordinator gets thrown out. Everybody gets thrown out of the office. uh, And and the weirdest part being, uh, you know, Mark Davis doing this at, like, 1 in the morning. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, it's like, uh, okay. Like, as soon as the trade deadline was over, like that night, he decided to wake up from his nap and go down to the office and fire everybody. <laughs> uh, it, only the Raiders. Only the Raiders. That's probably oh. when he's sobered up. <laughs> oh, man. After watching that game. Uh, maybe. It, maybe it would take a day and a half to dry out to, from yeah. that game. You, you you may be right <laughs> about that. Uh, so your biggest letdown of Week Eight. <laughs>
2: Uh, player safety, man. For a league that preaches player <laughs> safety, uh, boy, it sure seems to come with a whole lot of season-ending injuries.
1: Not very safe, you're saying?
2: Uh, no. Uh, I don't know what it is. Is it that the players are, are over-conditioned? Is it the lack of, you know, off-season contact? Is it the turf? There's What is going on in this player safety era that we're in? where you're, we're losing, and it's not just quarterbacks, right? You think about, like, uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, Arizona, I think is what, like three running backs they've lost. Hmm.
1: Um, well, yeah, everyone's winning their hammies, too. So.
2: Yeah, uh, hammies, Achilles. Uh, oh. God, it, it's been a very strange run so far. Uh, they, they overprotect the quarterbacks, and all these quarterbacks are going down non contact.
1: I mean, you can put them in bubble wrap, maybe that'll help.
2: I I I guess, um, but yeah, not good. And then you have quarterbacks who are healthy and won't play. Sean, Deshaun Sean Kyler Tyler Murray. We you. Watson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh the, the whole season has been messed up. It, it's a letdown because it has this season we talked about it last season but the erosion in the quality of play uh is really starting i'm starting to feel it now i'm starting to feel like i am watching a lesser product than i used to watch and that that's not a good feeling for watching football like a game you love you feel like you're watching something less than uh kind of got that feeling with baseball with like the goofy rule changes and stuff right yeah. um yeah I mean, I'm not watching baseball anymore, ghost runners and pizza pie, pizza box bases and all the, all the you no know, shifts and all that. That's not baseball. It's like with football now with uh, these roughing the passer calls and the officiating. And now we've got with injuries and you get games like like that game we had on the, the Jets and Giants, the game I want to launch into the sun.
0: <laughs> um,
2: All these matchups of of who at quarterback, you know, okay, who's starting this game? Think about that Atlanta game tomorrow with with Jared Hall and Beer Man. That's what paying fans have to go see.
1: That game should be $4 a ticket on Subub.
2: Oh, man. Man.
1: Four might be too much.
2: Yeah, do a cheap ticket and then just charge your nine bucks for a beer or whatever and let people pay for stuff (laughs) that way. $4
1: Four dollars to get in and twenty-five to park, or fifty to park.
2: Yeah, well, that's how it, that's how it usually goes. But yeah. at least don't don't set everybody back because we're we're definitely watching a, a lesser product right now, and it, it, it it's it's just not fun at times to watch, and just watching all the marquee players, and more marquee players this year are just gone, um,
0: yeah, and that not coming suck. back.
1: That, right. That's a big letdown. And yeah, that definitely So when you know some of the the biggest stars in the game and they're just not out there. Debo's not out there and uh Justin Jefferson's not out yep. there. like these yep. are like the guys that you want to build around, you know, the NFL and, and they're just going down and, and just struggling to find a way to come come back from from all these yep. injuries. Uh what I was talking about with my uh football partner today, uh, doing the college game at University of Memphis was The big games every week, like, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow morning to watch the Chiefs and and Dolphins, but you got, like, the three or four or five big games of the week, and everything else is trash. Every other game is, like, complete garbage. You have no interest in it whatsoever except for the fact that we pick them and we want to see what the result is of our pick, but that's where – That's where it's coming in, what you're talking about, is the lack of quality of play, is that the top games are the top games, but more and more, the games that aren't the top games are all just complete garbage. There's no middle ground. There's no games that are, oh, that might be interesting, they might be bubbling under and coming up. No, everyone else that isn't the the top teams are just complete garbage.
2: There used to be, you knew at least bad teams could play still entertaining football. It would be what, what I call fun bad. We don't mm-hmm. even get that right now.
1: No, these are not fun bad teams.
2: That 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 Panthers Texans that was not fun bad. That was bad bad. Um, <laughs> jets Giants was not oh. good football. I, I mean so these bad teams should at least be playing entertaining games because they're they're bad.
1: No, Raiders are bad, Bears are bad. It's just, just bad. Yeah. Car- Cardinals it's, the, yeah. it's just all bad. And so you get yeah.
2: Like you said, you get a few of those marquee. Oh wow, it was it's easy to get up for Niners and and Bengals last week, right? Sure. Even even though the game was a little bit lopsided, at least you were you were still knew you were watching two of the best teams. One just really did a good job of getting the better of the other, and then you jump through and oh my god, you get to watch that Atlanta Tennessee and just all these other games, just not good games.
1: No, uh, but, but again, if it's not the top ones, if it's not the marquee ones, and it's just kind of like, ugh. Right.
2: There's a lot of a lot of ick <laughs> right now. Yes.
0: Uh two so is, is just Saturday. <laughs> man, we're down thirty-one great, to
1: nothing, but it's still fun to be here. I'm just so glad. I'm just hashtag blessed, He's man. still
2: standing on the field, <laughs> looking around. No,
1: I can't believe I got to coach
2: this. in the NFL, man. <laughs> like a lifelong dream
1: he's definitely Somebody in the, in the studio at, at ESPN now he's, he's back oh, doing the okay. uh, he's back he's got the suit on again trying to act like he knows what he's talking about after that what what a cushy gig that is to act like a football expert after turning in that coaching effort like that well,
2: well well I'm sure there's a seat waiting for, I'm sure they're keeping a seat warm for Josh McDaniels
1: oh god uh, does he have a personality does he now, I, don't I don't think know. he's 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 Belichick. I mean, he's going boyfriend. back to Belichick, right? Like, right. Isn't that he's, the only that, place he can his, go? That's his boy. Like Bill will welcome him in with open arms, I'm sure, right. again. And, and not only that, but he should welcome him in because he can't seem to find anyone to run his offense uh, other than him. <sighs> well,
2: it's Bill just O'Brien
1: isn't getting it done.
2: Just because you're a good coordinator doesn't mean you're going to be a good head coach.
1: Right. Hopefully everybody knows that. It's not Josh McDaniel's
2: now. fault that these teams keep hiring him.
1: No. I, I wouldn't turn the money down either. I don't right. blame him for that. I,
2: I I what did he get 45 million to walk away? <laughs> that's what that, that's the number I saw.
1: 6-year deal. Davis and...
2: Davis cut oh. him a check for 45 million said here. Throw, tear up your contract. Here's 45 million
1: dollars. Leave. For being awful with at your you. job. Uh, at one in the morning, he just kind of woke up and, yeah, no, we got to we got to finish this. You're done. Get out of here. Okay. Uh so McDaniels and the Raiders are struggling. A lot of the other teams are struggling because they're all kind of bad. Struggling. But uh, I will give my struggling. This is the one I was talking about repeating awards. I tried not to. Of course, we both (laughs) try very hard not to. But how can I not give struggling for the second week in a row to the 49ers again? Oh, my goodness.
0: Mm -hmm. Specifically,
1: Brock Purdy, uh, who had an incredible run. Yeah,
2: clock struck midnight.
1: Uh, ten W's in his first ten regular season starts, but now make it three straight L's. It's not looking good for old Brock. And you know what? What was really struggling is how he lost again to Cincinnati because it was very similar to how he lost a Monday Nighter against Minnesota. It was two excellent quarterback efforts for a half. Burrow. And Purdy were actually going back and forth in the first half, and then Purdy just completely melted down in the second half, just like he did against the Vikings. So I don't know what exactly is going on there, but tight games and, and getting late. Looks like Purdy is uh, – looks like that slipper is indeed coming off uh, of Brock Purdy. Uh, just some mind-boggling decision-making and bad throws and throws right at defenders. And it's like, ooh, what? why did you do that? What are you doing? Um you know, Burrow was just making those accurate, strong throws that only a handful of guys can make. That was an unbelievable effort by him. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm worried for Purdy. It's, I'm officially worried for Purdy because uh, that's some some stuff I didn't think was kind of possible uh, under Kyle Shanahan was playing that bad. Like I thought that system was kind of foolproof for that for for Purdy to have three games like that not just one you know one you can kind of throw off and well you know he wasn't going to be perfect but now that's 3 in a row like almost like he might be in his own head at this point for any tight game and that's exactly the opposite of what you want uh, if you're well, a contender yeah. is for your quarterback to be in his own head when it gets late
2: and you're not going to win every game and you sure. know he 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 was dealing with the who knows what he's dealing with from the concussion standpoint uh from getting right his head bounced around. Was that against, uh, was that Minnesota? Yeah. They hit that where, if you draw the line on his play before that uh, quarterback sneak and after how how different the performance was. Mm -hmm. Um, But they rushed him back. Uh, I guess he just hurt his back on that play. Uh, (laughs) The the Tua uh, train of thought, but he wasn't going to win every game. So I, I understand that he had set the bar so high for himself through those performances, but there was going to be some regression with Brock Purdy, right? There was going to be an adjustment, and now he's got a little you know, Shanahan in him, and they've got to make the adjustment back because he's the guy. There's nobody else. They traded Trey Lance.
1: It won't be Trey Lance. It won't be Jimmy G.
2: Right. Very. Uh, is this reminding might be you Sam Darnold? of Jimmy G? Does this feel a little Jimmy G-ish to you?
1: Uh, not to me. I thought uh, Purdy showed a lot more like cohesiveness for the for the game plan oh. than Jimmy G does.
2: Right, but I mean Jimmy it, G was did that whole thing where he went on that insane where he had won all those games in New England when Brady was hurt, and then he went and he goes and almost what wins out with the Niners in his first go, and oh, he's the guy. You know, yeah. You
1: know. so now that's Purdy's similar... got to
2: deal with some adversity. Now it's yeah, on. That's the
1: similarity is that they both had very good uh, win loss records, which I think right. any smart person throws that out immediately anyway with a quarterback because it has, you know, he, he plays half the game. He, he, you know, the, there's no way to really put that on on a quarterback a, a win loss record. But the difference is, I guess, just seeing the quarterback play. My judgment of it was that Purdy right. was actually better at quarterbacking than than Garoppolo was. He was
2: better. In the system, I hate to use the S word. Better system quarterback, okay. He, yeah, he's he's definitely a system quarterback, but he fits the system. He does what Shanahan needs, and he was efficient and accurate. And the last three games, all of that's gone.
1: In the second half, it got late, and he got inefficient and inaccurate.
2: And yeah, I and uh, you know, know the, I keep hearing Jeremy Lynn thrown around. Uh, oh my goodness! About Brock Purdy, it's Lin. The Jeremy Lynn sanity Lynn. is over.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Oh, that that insanity! When it was hot, it was great, though. That's uh, why well, I hope he doesn't go that route because Jeremy Lynn was never the same after that. Uh, so you're you're uh, you're struggling. Yeah,
0: struggling.
2: It's the Raiders, man. It's specifically <laughs> it was Jimmy G struggling with his throws misses Devontae Adams on two wide open touchdowns. Uh, a 60-yarder and a 95-yarder, that if he just delivers the ball accurately... Now, one of them, he had a guy right in his face. I get it. He's basically getting hit, but Devontae Adams would have had 155 yards and two touchdowns if Jimmy G was accurate with the balls.
0: Then Devontae
2: Adams was clearly struggling with his use and with Jimmy G as being his quarterback, and then that whole organization was struggling and they fired everybody, so the whole it's a it, well, it's a struggle session in the in in Las Vegas. Um, they're all struggling.
1: They are. Uh, they're, they're all my letdown, and they're all struggling for you. So the the, yeah. the Raiders are definitely. Uh, the, the whole thing is a struggle bus right now in Vegas, which makes sense because yeah. it's Vegas. There's a lot of struggle buses out in Vegas. <laughs> we we're on. Yeah. We we're on one of them.
0: <laughs> the, the, the,
2: <laughs> the pity party. It, it's on.
1: Uh, it, it definitely is. Um, so I sort of did my Danielle, but I just wanted to prattle on for another couple of seconds about it. You know? like, obvious. Mo- I didn't say enough about that game? It's the most <laughs> obvious what the fuck of the year. Ugh. That game. Peter, Peter King called the Giants quarterback situation, quote, a train wreck. Uh, the whole thing was just, uh, so, you know, it was off the rails. It was what the fuck. It was What I wanted to say was that the most the most baffling part of it all to me is Brian Dable is supposed to be a big-time offensive mind. He knew this Danny DeVito kid, whatever the fuck his name is, he knew that was his backup quarterback for a few weeks since they got Danny Dimes killed, right? This is the, pre- the, the preparation that you got for this kid for two or three weeks? That's what it looked like? That's what you prepped him to do? Do not throw the ball past the line of scrimmage. Do not throw a forward pass. <laughs> do not throw anything other than swing oh, passes, man. please. That's that the zero preparation? A dot,
2: not looking very good. Like,
1: do not throw the ball more than five yards in the air. What the fuck? That, that's what you get out of Brian Dable. Like I can coach and, and make millions of dollars and coach a guy not to throw the ball five yards in the air. That's that's well, all know I what want. That to was
2: about that. it. Was the run and shoot?
1: <laughs> oh
2: god. <laughs> I, yeah, Please. I know. I, I just I if I say his name twice more, I'm oh. gonna summon him. So let's not.
0: <laughs> Leave. <don't. laughs>
2: I don't want to go all you Candyman drive, on mean. on you by by invoking the name of yeah yeah that's a deep cut folks that's a deep cut the, the great John, John
1: Shoup yeah please <laughs> razzle uh.
2: dazzle
0: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> oh got
2: their, remember that was the Gunther cut yeah cap, right with the yeah. with the with the Bears won that one game where they did nothing but throw wide receiver screens <laughs> oh and we yeah. called it the the running Shoup.
1: I want to get paid to coach like that, please. Um, all right. You're Well,
2: you know, what's really hard to find in the NFL. Let's ask John Gruden. Uh, nah. What's really hard to find in the NFL are top tier interior linemen. So hmm. if you're the Washington team, Manderskins <laughs> and you have two of those guys, just trade them both.
0: Let's
1: get rid of them both.
2: That's, just trade Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Good God. What are we doing? So now <sighs> you've traded the only thing that was putting pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and you have the worst secondary in the league. Good job, Washington.
1: Mm. That uh, would seem to be a resolution I disaster.
2: I, it's, and and then also a, a big what-the-fuck to, to the, the trade deadline. They're trying, but... <laughs> it's not working. When your big names are those two guys and, and Kevin Bayard and Josh Dobbs, you, you need to bunt this thing up about two more weeks and NFL you'd really be onto something. Um but without that said, uh the team manderskins get my WTF for just uh, why would why both of them? Right. Okay, um, get, get it. Get something for one of them, but I mean, the Bears immediately turned around and, and gave the bag to Montez Sweat. They know what they got.
0: Yeah,
1: they were very happy to make that trade.
2: I, yeah. I don't I almost it quite Keith understand. Sweat. I'm not going to do that.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, first of all, I'll say baby steps as far as the trade deadline uh, being a dud because it used to be a lot worse than this. You would never even yes. have gotten. This yeah, but it was after five years ago. Right. <laughs> nobody got traded. Right, exactly. So you wouldn't even got this much five years ago. So at least you if got you're that.
2: Three, you're still in it. You're like, yeah, we're still in it. We're one in three. But if you're one in seven, <laughs> one in nine, yeah. I mean, but yeah, the team skins, man. Come on, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was baffling uh, when I saw both of them. But let's throw both our edges, uh, both our young edge rushers, just throw yeah. them all, throw 'em both away for nothing for for draft picks. Uh yeah. And not I mean, even like
2: great draft picks. They're not getting right. ones back.
1: No. No, they they well they weren't going to get ones for we're, either one of those
2: Yeah,
1: if they were good enough to get ones, they would they wouldn't be trading them, right?
2: Now, yeah, yeah so where did Chase Young go cuz he went somewhere he had no business going.
1: Uh San uh, Philly, uh no, wait. San Francisco, right?
2: Oh my god. Well, I I really? shocked it wasn't Philly.
1: Right that that's that's why I almost said Philly backs. So yeah, yeah, I think he's going to go team with Jack
2: Philly just didn't throw a one at them and go we'll take them both. Just give them both right. both of us yeah. Just give us both of them for a one. So uh,
1: Philly the,
2: can they have 14 sacks a game now. The
1: the the, the Commanders wouldn't they wouldn't have done that uh just for spite. No, not uh, in their own, own Philadelphia. Yeah. No, I think I think he's in mm-hmm. San Fran. He's going to team with uh, when they come up from bye he's going to team with Nick Bosa to the the form an edge duo that's just disgusting like that well, that's brock not fair
2: brock purdy's having his struggle party uh that's a shrewd move to shore up that d i guess a little bit more
1: it certainly helps absolutely oh. all right uh okay. with that that's our awards for week eight and we got our week nine picks to go uh we got 13 more games uh, after the thursday nighter so we will get to that in a couple minutes you are listening live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Not on the radio, but only here on the website, blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail. To be notified when we're live, you can follow the show on the Blog Talk Radio website, or you can follow my Twitter feed, at imlddre, when I tweet out when we're live before every show. Jason's on Twitter, too. His feed is at imldjtg. Our show is available as a podcast where you can get the live show and a special VIP after show. To listen to the show as a podcast about an hour or so after the live show is over, come back to the show page and go through our archives or subscribe on iTunes or any number of different podcasting apps, including Player.fm, Mixcloud, Blueberry, and the TuneIn Radio app. You'll get the whole show, the live show and the after show, downloaded straight to you. You can always send us a question or comment or shout-out via email to the following email address, inmuchlessdetail at gmail.com. You can follow all of our picks on our blog. The website for the blog is inmuchlessdetail.blogspot.com. Our Thursday night picks will be available Thursday afternoon on our Twitter feeds. Again, that's at IMLDDrey and at IMLDJTG. This copyrighted broadcast is a production of Jay and Me, and is solely performed for our entertainment, as well as for any poor soul who happens to be listening. It is intended to be a football pick show for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, retransmission, or any other use of the descriptions and accounts of this podcast, without the express written consent of Jay or Me, is strictly prohibited. Week 9, 13 more games to go. The Broncos, Lions, Jaguars, and 49ers sit at home and rest up on their bye. And the rest of the league gets ready to go. We had our Thursday nighter starting off Week 9. Tennessee losing by four as three-point dogs to Pittsburgh. We both had the uh, Titans on that, so we get started on a bit of a down note, but we got 13 games to rebound and figure it out. Yeah, we get
2: to pick some games. and much less detail
0: now let's talk about some games in more detail (laughs) perfect perfect absolutely
1: uh we will get started of course tomorrow morning in europe now we're going we've had enough of england we're going to frankfurt germany to watch the chiefs and the dolphins uh just very strange that the uh, game of the week and one of the best games of the year is going to yeah. take place in Germany but
2: is Taylor Swift going to be there that's what i I
1: <laughs> uh, you asked that completely facetiously cuz you don't give a damn and neither do i Correct. i don't know if she's going to be there i don't care
2: i I, um, I didn't give it an award but uh the, you see the broncos playing the the taylor swift after yeah. the first of all shake it off no you do that after they break up Right, you do oh. the white fake thing. You do the Chuck <laughs> Finley. You wait, uh, right?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, another deep cut. Chuck.
2: Another poor deep Chuck. cut there, but we are just go- we're going deep tonight. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: that you don't bust that out while it's going on. You wait until like one of them gets dumped, then you play the Taylor Swift. When you beat
1: and them, they, they couldn't wait. It was too juicy. Man. I know. They, I they know. were so happy to I get still a dub.
2: Go, I liked I liked it i I still liked it,
1: yeah, that's up your alley that that's petty and and sort of mean, so yeah, I'm sure you like yeah, that a little
2: malicious, I like
1: that <laughs> uh, so the chiefs come off of that and go over to Frankfurt to play the Dolphins. I think that's the chief's home date that's getting taken there, so they're the home team uh, Miami got to Germany on Tuesday, they flew over pretty quickly after. Uh, they got a victory last Sunday, and the Chiefs are taking the different route. They went over this past Friday. They cool. took their time and they're getting there late. We think that's probably the wrong strategy. I think the Bills did that against the Jaguars. They went over there late, and huh. the Jags were just waiting there
0: because the they Jags had an
1: game two weeks. Yeah, they were just waiting on the Bills, and that didn't work out for them. So, take uh, take that information and do what you want with it. Uh, Both teams are six and two Miami's uh, lost both their games on the road. Uh, So this is a road game, but very far away from the road. Uh, The chiefs uh, are three and one uh, at home and on the road. Uh, In this one, the chiefs are considered the very slight favorite uh, in the Tyree kill revenge game. The chiefs are minus one and a half against the dolphins.
0: Ah.
2: I'm taking the Dolphins just because this is this is it. This is the spot. You get the Chiefs. Right, a team that you're probably between you and Buffalo and since all you guys with the Miami in there are going to all be fighting for this playoff seeding and you get Kansas City in a quote unquote home game, but you're not going to have to play them at Arrowhead. So they're the more talented team offensively right now. Uh, this is probably if, if this is a Tyree kill for three hundo, sure. this is the perfect spot, right? Um, maybe, just maybe, uh, you know, genius uh, Sean Payton showed teams, hey, just take away Kelsey, and it's going to make Mahomes look really, really human. It's going to be a struggle for them to move the ball down the field, um, but just. That gift that is being given right now to the Miami Dolphins to, to kind of take control here in the AFC, they, they, and, and just the the stigma they have of not being able to beat these good teams. Like they're going to put up seventy on Denver, and then they'll play somebody who's halfway dead, they'll lose. They got to go here in this spot, quote unquote, on the road to Germany. These guys, and they've got to beat the hell out of them. And I think they, I, I, I'm hoping they can. I don't have a rooting interest in this game, but I want the Dolphins to beat the shit out of the Chiefs. So I'm taking the Dolphins.
1: I don't want necessarily want to see the Dolphins beat the shit out of the Chiefs. I, oh, love the I would Chiefs love if and... this was
2: 40 to 10 or something. Oh, I would love that. Man. <laughs>
1: uh, but I, I also have to lean Miami. Um, you, you talk about how important it is for them to take advantage of this situation of not having to go to KC oh. uh, and get a, get a win on the road. Yeah, this might not be in KC, but they still sort of have the stigma of they're kind of fraudulent outside of Miami Gardens. So this might not be in KC, but it's still outside of Miami Gardens, and they got to prove that they can put it on somebody that's good uh, outside of Miami. Um, Is there any question that Mike McDaniel is going to draw up creative ways to make sure the Chiefs get that work? As Tyreek said, Tyreek said they gonna get this work. No matter if in Kansas City and Frankfurt, no matter uh, <laughs> on the on the moon, on Mars, they gonna get this work. And I don't doubt for a second that they are gonna get that work. Uh, this will be a game where Andy Reid, like I said, I, I love the Chiefs. I'm a big fan of, of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. This is a game where Reid would employ that weird geometry to exploit the Dolphins. He doesn't have any exploitable weapons. He just does not have the people around him right now. If it's not Travis Kelsey, they're not getting it done.
2: <laughs> he's got 17s and 87s. That's all he's got.
1: The fact that the Chiefs are third in the league in passing is, to me, 100% wow. a testament of Patrick yeah. Mahomes uh, and, and, and 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 Travis Kelsey. Because uh, there's no way they would be that high without Kelsey, and they, there's no way they'd be that high with Kelsey, but with somebody else at that quarterback. That's just a testament to how great those two are. You, you can tell that Kelsey gets open in ways that only Mahomes knows where he's going and the defense doesn't know. It's, there's no traditional route tree that Kelsey is running at this point. He's just running wherever the defense isn't. And Mahomes is getting it to him over and over again. Right. They're playing
2: uh, street football. Basically. They are.
1: Two. They are. I'm going deep and I'm, and you, you'll see which way I'm going by my body motions and then you'll throw it to me and they won't know what we're, what we're doing. Cause only you, you can really tell, uh, So, yeah, Sean Payton did give him the blueprint yet. You got to put people on Kelsey, multiple people and athletic people, not just dropping a linebacker back back, because that's not going to do anything but get that linebacker embarrassed. Um, And I think the Dolphins know that. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'll take the Dolphins. I think it's going to be a a very fun game and very much looking forward to it. But just can't see it. Can't see how Patrick Mahomes pulls it off, especially with Tyreek Hill waiting to just – whatever the Chiefs do – Hill's going to go seventy-five yards the very next play and say, "Okay, this is what what you could be doing with me if you still had me, but you don't have me anymore. So this is what we're going to do together. Uh, we we meaning the Dolphins. Uh, so I'm with you. I'll take Miami in the in the game of the morning. Now we come back stateside for the regular Sunday afternoon action." and all the rest of the games, which are kind of trashed, which is why the league is so strange right now. Uh, we were starting, they're both 4-4, four and four, but they both have quarterback issues, and they're both very weird teams, the Vikings yeah. and the Falcons.
2: Yeah, good luck figuring this, these two teams out.
1: Yeah, no kidding. The Vikings are 3-1 and one on the road, the Falcons are 3-1 and one at home, and they're both an even 4-4, four and four, and they both are starting different quarterbacks this week Then you would normally have. Uh, Jaron Hall, we talked about the Vikings, uh, will be the man to take over, uh, after the Kirk cousins injury. Good luck to him. Uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, beer man taking over for Atlanta. Now that, uh, Desmond Ritter has been hurt, not hurt, benched, whatever the case may be. Uh, Heineke will not have, uh, the rookie receiver, Drake London. You mentioned that he is out uh, with a groin injury. Uh, Vikings are still the underdogs to the Falcons. Uh, you're going to hear, uh, these are these lines that I just got a half hour before we went on the air at MGM, so you're gonna see you're gonna hear a lot of halves. You're gonna have you're gonna hear half for every literally oh, okay. every single game except for one. There's gonna be a half wow. on all of these. Uh Vikings are three and a half point dogs at the Falcons.
2: It's crazy because I picked this game two hours ago at four.
0: Huh.
1: Um
2: that's okay. I am a man of my word. I have been so adamant, not crazy, but you know, I've had the rumblings about getting rid her out of there and and going with Heineke here. That I'm locking up the Falcons this week. I'm putting my wow. money where my mouth is. I'm just going to say, you know what? Pass distribution opens up the running game. He was finding guys in the in the on the stat sheet. they had that one game where they only threw the ball at like three guys. Uh, one of the <laughs> games that they won. No, this isn't going to be that way. There was a, I saw enough out of them in the second half in comeback mode against the great Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans uh, that I think that they can take advantage of a, of a Vikings team and God knows what they're going to get out of the quarterback position. They're not extremely efficient running the ball. Atlanta's defense, absent that four-touchdown performance by Will Levis, has been pretty good. So I'm going to lock up the Falcons here and uh, support the beer man.
1: <laughs> I still don't know what you're getting out of either team. Uh no matter who the quarterback is, no matter what the situation is, Beer Man can has proven to be able to, to not put it together for uh for full games and just kinda lose his shit and you're like, What what are you doing? Why did you throw it there? Um so that that very well could happen against Minnesota. The the Vikings, one of the few defenses uh, that can sport somebody that can get after the quarterback and and disrupt the game by himself. It's very rare to find those guys. So uh, Daniel Hunter's having one of those seasons uh, for Minnesota. Um, I think the Vikings uh, sort of rally up behind this Jaron Hall kid and and make it an ugly, uh, slow-paced victory uh, in Atlanta. Um, It's a seventh-round rookie versus beer man, so it's just yeesh. Uh, so either way you go, I don't necessarily blame you, but yeah, maybe the Vikes rally around each other uh, for one game after uh, the, the, the Kirk cousins uh, injury. Um, so, so I'll take Minnesota. I'll, I'll crap on your lock this time. That's okay. But but honestly, I have no idea in this game. No, no, no clue at all.
2: Yeah. I'd ask it for a, I mean, a three and a, I mean, who knows? I mean, Atlanta doesn't win by much when they do. So
0: we'll see. Right.
1: Could be a, a young way coup field goal victory. Absolutely. Uh, Arizona and Cleveland. The Cards are one and seven. The Browns are four and three. Uh, this is anyone could probably guess the biggest spread of the week. Uh, Arizona has quarterback issues. Cleveland has quarterback again. Quarterback issues. Uh, continuing the theme. Uh, their quarterback for the Cardinals apparently is going to be Clayton Tune. Uh, I, I guess Kyler Murray okay. still isn't isn't ready. Maybe he's studying up on the playbook. Maybe he's playing video games. Call um, they're running. Uh, Their running back is going to be something named Keyonte Ingram or, or something. With
2: his two point seven yards per attempt.
1: And uh, Deshaun Watson apparently is going to try again. He's actually been cleared, and, and they're planning to start him again tomorrow at quarterback. He might last five plays again, but they're going to huh. give him give him a try. Apparently. Um, uh, going to
2: massage him into the game.
1: I'll oh, see. I, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. The Cardinals are eleven and a half point dogs at the dogs.
2: This one was hard for me to pick until I closed my eyes and was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm getting visions of that Cleveland Browns defensive line against another quarterback mm. making his first NFL start. Oh,
0: see, you're, and, now
1: you're just poking the and, bear. Poking the I'm, bears.
2: <laughs> and I'm poking the bears. Mm. And Clayton Toon, Miles Garrett,
1: mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'm
2: taking the Browns.
1: Giving mm-hmm. them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to shake off that image that you tried to bring up here, to dig at me <laughs> on purpose. Was that
2: nine sacks?
1: <sighs> something like that. Uh, oh. Yeah, just have all the Browns backup quarterbacks on the ready, because Deshaun might decide to sit out at any second. They're not going to need them. It's not enough. I concur, and I will take the Browns <laughs> and give you 11 and a half.
2: I mean, it might be 16 to 3, but it'll be enough. <laughs>
1: right, right. Uh, I what's mean, my can pick? you cover One...
2: eleven and a half and still take the under? Because that's where this is headed.
1: That's exactly what I'm picking. Uh, I got 20 to 6. Uh, yeah. It's probably going to be about that ugly.
2: 16 to 3. That, that works for me.
1: Speaking of ugly, Rams, Packers.
2: Mm, gets the fever.
1: Uh-huh. Quarterback issues continuing. Rams, 3 and 5. Packers, 2 and 5. Matthew Stafford didn't practice all week with that thumb. They finally made it official a couple hours ago that Brett Rippon, He's going oh to be the man God. in the center for the uh, L.A. Rams taking on Jordan Love. That's another game that should be about four dollars on StubHub. Uh, I almost got an uh, inkling to go on StubHub and look up the prices of some of these tickets. I keep bringing it up. Uh, in any event,
2: you know we're Rams, on the season ticket waiting list for the Packers, we're like seventy thousand on the list. They're,
1: so they're going to whittle that down, down up for like quickly. a decade. Yeah, let, let's get this going. Come on, <laughs> let's go. Let's keep sucking. Let's whittle this down. Uh, Rams are the big underdog here, uh, three-and-a-half uh, underdogs. Oh, well, the hook added to that, so
2: I picked this at uh-huh. three. Um, oh. Yeah. But I'm going to take the Packers. Uh, the, Aaron Jones should be fully back now from that hamstring injury that has lingered and lingered and lingered. Um, might be one of the few spots where A.J. Dillon actually gets smart use because the last few times they've played the Rams – uh, they didn't run the A.J. Dillon on the outside, which is about the worst thing you can do since he's a battering ram. They just ran him straight into the teeth of that defensive line, and that's smart. That's the way that you run after the you know Aaron Donalds and them. You just go straight at him. Um, yeah, not, not going to really go with the backup quarterback here in this spot. The Packers' defense, is, it's been okay. It's been the inefficiency on the offense. That offense is so so bad it's not all jordan love it's not all the inexperienced wide receivers but what it is is a whole lot of symptoms of a big disease and that offense does not look very good but i think getting aaron jones back gives them enough of an edge that they can hold off the the wounded rams here at home
1: well they need something from the uh from the running game because jordan love isn't isn't it He is not he's not, not him, him yet
2: he's not him uh, yet
1: he, he may be someday, but he's certainly not it, uh, not not now, anyway, not now when you're talking 6.4 yards per throw at this stage of the season. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what it is about these uh, first time or no name quarterbacks that I'm, they don't always lose. Sometimes they they don't always play great, but sometimes they find a way to game manage and piece it together and get a, get a win uh your your guy Brian Gudekunst, the uh, GM up there in in Green Bay saying that these yeah. games will be big for Jordan Love these next 10 games oh, in ab-
2: wink wink it, know an what i mean
1: absolute an absolute sell your house situation absolutely no pressure kid uh you got 10 games and you know what? Matt LaFleur might want to talk to a real estate agent, too, because that just does not sound good when it's coming from your, your GM's lips. I don't like that vibe. I don't like that whole feeling. I'm taking the Rams and I'm taking the points. All right. uh, Washington Washington, and New England. Hey, both these quarterbacks started the week before and they're going to start again this week. How about that? What? Continuity. It, I know.
0: What?
1: Crazy. Uh, the Commander skins are three and five. The Patriots are 2-6, and six, but they're coming off of their greatest game they could possibly hope for in that Buffalo victory. Uh, Washington, of course, as we talked about, traded away both of their edges, Chase Young oh. and Montez Sweat. God.
0: Um,
1: and if that wasn't enough, they won't have their wide receiver, Curtis Samuel, either, who's got a toe injury. Uh, the Patriots will be missing a receiver as well. Devontae Parker is Dumplings.
2: Well, everyone has gone. One... Kendrick Bourne is gone. Devontae right. Parker is gone. Keyshawn Butte is gone. So... Boy, I'll tell you what. There's a whole lot of three thousand dollar wide receivers on DraftKings <laughs> if you want to stack up Patriots tomorrow.
1: Uh, yeah, if you're if you're into that DFS, uh, go for it. But ew, that, that, that's quite the pool you'd be dipping into. You
2: could stack that whole offense and still have, and still get everybody else.
1: <laughs> Correct. Uh, the Potato Skins are plus two and a half at the Patriots.
2: I'm taking uh, New England here. I'm not taking the Potato Skins. You do not get to trade your two best pass rushers and have that secondary. I don't care. I don't care who you play. (laughs) It's not going to go well. Uh, Mac Jones is not only going to have a secondary full of just trash to throw the ball into, he's going to have no pressure on him at all. Uh, This feels like probably a scrimmage for the offense of the Patriots, uh Ramondre stevenson demario uh, demario what's his name demario douglas or
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah Douglas.
2: yeah but go get him pick him up because he's gonna be all these guys hunter henry they're all gonna be just running free and they'll be <laughs> there that'll be their theme song tomorrow playing throughout the stadium this will probably be the patriots best offensive performance of the year, because everybody who plays Washington has their best offensive performance of the year, and now you get to do it without Chase Young and Montez Sweat, so I'm taking the Patriots given the points.
1: Young Hearts won free tonight. Um, Yeah, what a give up. Just throwing both your edges away. uh, uh, Plus, it's really hard to imagine New England playing the Buffalo Bills that well in their last game, and then coming back Mm -hmm. and getting beat by Washington. Like, I... (laughs) Just can't put that together in my They're mind. They're not the it...
2: Ravens. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh I, I can't
1: I can't imagine I'm I'm I have to concur and take the Patriots. I, I can't see that I can't see that happening. Which means it's gonna happen. Uh moving on from there. Chicago and New Orleans. Yes, more, Tyson, Pageant. Lovely. Uh and they get the t- that's right. taking notes. <laughs> that's right. Um, and they, I don't know why they get Montez Sweat. They're not contenders, but okay. Um, I, 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 under, I, I understand don't, I the don't flow.
2: know. Is this the makeup for Roquan? I don't get it. Sometimes these teams do stuff. They're like, what are you doing?
1: They could have just kept Roquan if they're going to do it. Correct. Give 90, 98 <laughs> million to Montez Sweat. Okay, whatever.
2: Yes, we were not going to pay Roquan know. Smith, who's a proven commodity. <laughs> but we're going to give 94 million to this guy we just traded for.
1: And we have to give up a, a two to do it. Okay. In any event, uh, Our Our two and six. Uh, Saints are four and four. Uh, Bears are, of course, the underdog in this situation. They are plus eight and a half at New Orleans. That's a
2: big number. But, man, the, the Saints are, one, they're extremely inefficient on offense. But they move the ball. They move the ball a lot. Derek Carr's been putting up the ball 50 times a game. Elvin Kamara's 10, 12 receptions a game. They they've mixed in a whole bunch of Taysom Tebow last week. They, they, Rashid Shaheed is going off on limited action. It's just a, they're just throwing a lot of stuff at you. Um, and I just think they kind of overwhelm the Bears. This feels like a game where the Bears just are not going to be able to keep up with and put up enough points to keep up with the Saints. So I think the Saints just sort of win this war of attrition against the Bears and, and probably come away with a two-touchdown victory. So I'm going to take the Saints and give the points.
1: Uh, again, my blind spot for this Bajan kid Uh-oh. who I can't stand. Tyson uh, The Chargers defense made him look silly. This is the Saints. I'm definitely taking New Orleans. I'm not locking it up. I want to. <laughs> but so i definitely yeah, taking you, New Orleans. When the Chargers'
2: too. defense embarrasses you, you are yeah. in trouble.
1: And and this is New Orleans, who's a, a lot better than than the Chargers' D. So I will take New Orleans, with you give the eight and a half. The Seattle Seahawks and the Baltimore Ravens. Again, four or five top games in the league. All right, awesome games. Rest of the games, ugh, trash. This is a good one. This is one of the good ones. Uh, the five and two Seahawks visiting the six and two Ravens. Seahawks, uh, under the radar trade on the deadline, again, These are the, those smaller trades, they, even uh-huh. they don't happen uh, four, five, six years ago. Uh, they get defensive tackle Leonard Williams from the Giants. That could be huge. When they plug up their, their, their run D, which has already yeah. been pretty good with uh, Bobby Wagner back, now they, they plug up in the defensive line. That That's a shrewd move. That's a really good move uh, by the Seahawks, so I like that one. Seahawks are 2-1 I- on the road. I Baltimore, don't believe the that we
2: have thrown the Legion of Room moniker at them much at all this year.
1: They are not giving up. Uh, uh, not, they're not giving up big plays. They're, they might be giving up yardage as teams try to come back, but they're not giving up bombs like over and over again. They've got. Right. Uh, they They got that kid Weatherspoon that they drafted uh, to go along with. Uh, the the youngsters that they already had back there, Tariq Woolen and them. Yeah, they're, they're actually putting together a, a nice young core, a, a Legion of yep. Boom part two, possibly. It's not, the, it's not the
2: point now where you needed them to have Jamal Adams make every play or nothing happened.
1: They didn't need uh, 11 Jamal Adams uh, to, to make plays. That is definitely an upgrade for them, certainly. Uh, in this one, the Seahawks are still the big underdog to the, uh impressive Baltimore Ravens. Seattle's plus six and a half at Baltimore.
2: A little surprising of a line. Uh I, I don't know if this is the, the East Coast bias or, you know, that West Coast team traveling east type thing going on, but some of the sharps, uh, somebody is putting that that seems like a big number. I don't know, is that just me? Does that seem big big to you? But I'm falling into that trap. I'm still giving the points. I'm still taking Baltimore, who has very sneakily here been, and we, don't, we haven't even mentioned them when we were mentioning all those top teams in that triangle in the AFC. They have been really good. Lamar Jackson this year has been really good. Um, the Ravens are back, and maybe because they had the little struggles early, we, nobody's really been paying attention to them, but here they are, 6-2, and two, same record as all the other division leaders in the AFC, Um, And they've done it. This is the most under the radar, I think, that the Baltimore Ravens have been in probably the last five or six years where they're in first place. Nobody's really talking about them because everyone's talking about Taylor Swift and the Chiefs and the (laughs) Tua and 70 points, but nobody's talking about the Ravens. Not a team you want to be sleeping on. I'm taking the Ravens. I can't lock up a second game, but I'll take the Ravens.
0: (laughs) Lock
2: it up.
1: It's a trap. Wait, but is it a trap or is it a lock-up? Wait, wait a minute, what's, uh, no, what's going no. on here?
2: I don't uh. know because this line just seems big. It's like they're begging you to take the Seahawks here, so I think the trap would be to take Seattle.
1: Oh, but inverted trap? Hmm. Inverted okay. trap.
2: Make the line so big, you just got to take the dog.
1: Well, this might be the best defense wins it at the end because both defenses have been good to very good this year and one has to force the opposing quarterback into screwing it up so uh it's going to be very compelling to watch and see how that goes you got two young defensive coordinators Clint Hurton and, and mike mcdonald uh they're in the spotlight let's see which one stops the other uh i saw a pro football focus stat that kind of swayed me a little bit our guy oh god geno smith oh god ten, ten 10 deep completions in the last four weeks, that's best in the league. Of all the quarterbacks Man. in the league, you would have never thought that the best deep completions would have been over the last four weeks. Oh, God, Geno Smith. That seems like a really big line. It seemed even bigger to me, and it seemed unbelievable. Oh, That's why I'm falling into the trap, and I'm locking up. So the if Seahawks. you
2: lose this one, I warned you.
1: Yes, you did. You did. With,
2: oh, how are you feeling on this at three and a half?
1: At three? I'm I'm well, I got Seattle to win the game.
2: Oh, okay. So you're you're all in on the Seahawks here.
1: I, I think they're gonna win the game. I think they're gonna okay. it's gonna be very close, one possession, but I think they'll be the team that forces the defensive. Well just uh, do me a
2: favor since you locked it up, put some money on
1: it. But, <laughs> you would love for for me to do that.
2: Yes. I don't want to
1: talk about this uh this Tigers game today, this Memphis Tigers, 'cause that Uh-oh. was some bullshit. Uh <laughs> all i all I'll say is this. Memphis was a 13 and a half point favorite. Memphis scored 59 points. Memphis still didn't cover? didn't cover the spread.
2: Oh, my God.
1: That defense was terrible.
2: Wow, that's like six Jets-Giants games. <laughs> like, if we um, want to let them play 50 quarters, they might not have scored as many points as were scored in that
1: game. I think the... Uh, the, the the South Florida offense would have scored more on the on the Giants' defense than the Jets' uh, offense did. <laughs> terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, falling into, I'm falling into the trap, and we're both shitting on each other's lock, I think, for maybe wow, the first that's time fun. this year. This
2: is when it gets fun. Yeah. This time of year, you know, you get the shorter weeks. It gets fun. We're in All the right. dog days right now, right? This is the dog days.
1: Well, the rest of these games will be going back to the dog games. Like I said, there's those couple of good games, and now the rest of the trash. Uh, Tampa, Houston. There's
2: one good game left. No, there's two. Good, okay. There's good games left.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. There's two good games. Yeah. Uh, but this is not one of them. Tampa Bay and Houston. They're both three and no. four. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, Bucks should get uh, their defensive tackle Vita Vea back, who was out with a groin injury. Houston uh, will not have their running back. Damian Pierce, or their receiver, Robert Woods. Uh, Tampa is still the dog here, plus two-and-a-half at Houston.
2: So I've been hearing a lot about the, the regression of C.J. Stroud. So I looked into it. They're in every game. He's thrown one pick. He's uh, The game that even last week they lost, yeah, they didn't play great, but they were in the game. I I mean, it wasn't like they were just – they haven't gotten their doors blown off by anybody yet. I. I still think Houston here is more competent on offense than, unless it's just Baker Mayfield getting dog walked down the field by the refs, which they got against Buffalo, um, or Mike Evans shoving dudes out of the way to catch balls. They haven't had much offense. So the regression seems to be coming more from the Tampa side. So I'm going to take, Houston here. I, I just think they're more explosive.
1: I, I didn't know there was a huge uh, C.J. Stroud regression uh, discussion
0: going That's on. I, I hadn't I've heard been, that. Yeah,
2: it's been weird that I've I've been hearing it. Uh, I've been seeing it online. I've been re- hearing it like in the podcast. Like, like the, there's not a lot of C.J. Stroud love out there like there was early. I, I don't get it because I still think he's playing really good for a rookie.
1: Yeah, um, the regression. That not having looked at the numbers in depth, but I'm looking down at uh, Houston is 11th in passing offense right oh, now, yeah. and I think they were like third maybe three weeks ago. If you if you want to say that's a regression, okay, but they weren't going to be third the whole damn year. Come on, let's, no. let's be realistic about it. So, uh, I, I I concur. I, I don't think there's uh, too much of a Regression. I like the rookie beating the the blitz uh, versus Baker be, uh, beating the blitz at uh, Houston and, and Tampa both like the blitz because they don't have uh, a lot in the in their ba- in their defensive backfields. I think I like the the rookie beating it versus Baker and uh, Devin Singletary gets a, a shot to the ball out and do some damage running for for Houston uh, with Pierce being down. I've always, I've always liked uh, Singletary, so we'll see if he does something with that. Uh, On to the late afternoon action. Uh, this is also not one of the good games. Panthers Colts. Carolina now with their first win, they're 1-6, Indianapolis is 3-5, and five. Uh, Justin Houston, the edge rusher, will not play for the Panthers, he's got a, a hammy, he's got the, the injury du jour. Uh, Panthers uh, are the uh, home underdogs, Indy is minus 2.5 at Carolina.
2: Yeah, so Panthers, they get the win, and sometimes you get that win when you're as bad as you are, it takes a lot out of you, I'm going to take the Colts, uh, I, I don't... I don't know if the Panthers have enough to put it all together again. Bryce Young still uh, wait uh, outside of Adam Thielen, who's getting it done. It's it. He's like the Travis Kelsey of the Carolina Panthers. If you stop Adam Thielen, who knew uh, that he he's a monster. Uh, Minshew's been he's another one of those. He's like Heineke to me, right? Streaky. Uh, he'll look yeah. good, and then all of a sudden, like ooh, this is why he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. But he has those good games. Carolina, they can be exploited. I think he has a good game. I'll take Indy on the road.
1: Yeah, I concur. It's uh, another rare winnable game for the Panthers. Uh, to, but to imagine them getting another W after playing so bad the the beginning of the year and just coming off the bye and just, yeah, bang, bang, two wins in a row. No, I don't, I don't see that. They, no. they weren't particularly impressive in their win last week. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take the Colts and give the very small two-and-a-half uh, with you. The Giants and the Raiders are not one of the good games either, but at least they have the uh, underlying soap opera of uh, Antonio Pierce, the former Super Bowl champion linebacker for the Giants. Uh, taking over as the Raiders head coach. And this first game is against those, those giants. I guess Mark Davis, uh, I don't know if he did that on accident or on purpose. Uh, it's Mark Davis. So you never know with him. Is he just going to fire
2: him and the next week? Fi- He's going to fire a coach <laughs> that played for the other team. Just keep doing that, trolling the other team.
1: Pretty much. Uh, it's Mark Davis. Would you be surprised? No. Giants are two and six. Vegas is three and five. Giants would not have Darren Waller with his hammy. Of course, Danny Dimes, uh, has been a problem uh, since they got him killed a few weeks ago. I think he's been cleared. So good luck, yeah,
0: think- good job for you, go. Danny
1: Dimes. You get to come back to face Max Crosby. Good for you. Uh, and the Raiders—they uh, didn't stop with the house cleaning. They, uh, the new, co- the new stab uh, decided to step in and say we need to clean the, the free agent quarterback out of here too. So Jimmy G's been benched. Aiden O'Connell, yeah, gets the call at quarterback for the Raiders. The uh, Raiders are a very slight favorite despite that. They are minus one and a half hosting the Giants.
2: I'm going to take the Raiders. Aiden O'Connell gave the Raiders a very sneaky cover earlier in the year, and the one thing I learned from that start for Aiden O'Connell, he would actually throw the ball to Devontae Adams. If uh, Devontae Adams will probably get, I don't know, eighteen targets in this game because they need <laughs> to get him back in the right frame of mind, and he's a good guy to throw the ball to. Ask Aaron Rodgers. It's okay to key in on Devontae Adams. I'm taking the Raiders.
1: And they get a new coach bounce.
2: Yeah, they get the new. They get the dead cat bounce.
1: That's right. That's uh, a great opponent to get as well. Brian Dable, sorry-ass Giants. I still can't get over it. That's the offense that you came up with? The playoff
2: team last year. This team. So they were frauds. We knew that them and the Vikings were both frauds, right? We knew.
1: Oh, my God. But I didn't know they were this. That's a fraudulent coaching job. I mean, that's mm. just terrible. That's – I don't I don't yeah. understand. Um, I concur. Playoffs? I, I concur with you. I'll, I'll take the Raiders as well. All right, Dallas and Philly. This is what we've been waiting for for this uh, second part of the schedule. Dallas is 5-2. and two. Philly is 7-1, and one. so a very early battle for the top of the NFC East. The Cowboys want to win and, and get back in the battle for that because the Eagles are trying to run away with that uh, at 7-1. and one. Uh, Dallas might get their left tackle Tyron Smith back from his neck injury. Uh, the Eagles will not have their cornerback, Bradley Roby. He's got a shoulder injury. Despite that, the Eagles, of course, are still the home favorite. This is the only line that I will give you that has no hook on it. It's the cop-out line, Cowboys plus three at the Eagles.
2: Right. So we've had the Cowboys uh, since that ugly game uh, when they went and lost to Arizona. They've been playing really good. They've been They've been whooping some people. So this feels like, oh, okay, the Cowboys are – they they they're coming up, they're getting ready, they're going to roll into Philly. They're only going to get 3 they're only going to get 3 points. They have moved up that much that they have made the Eagles a cop-out line and this is going to be a total stunning. I am taking the Eagles <laughs> all day long um in their building with that defense uh in prime time. We we know the Cowboys can go from looking, you know, like like you know, diamonds to cubic zirconium pretty quick. Uh, this will be one of those cubic zirconium games for the Cowboys. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna get blown out. I'm taking the Eagles here. Squish.
1: Yeah, late afternoon in Philly. You know they're gonna be nice and, and juiced up, and kind of reminds me of that Dolphins game uh, in prime time a couple weeks ago. That you know <laughs> the home field's gonna be massive for the Eagles. Yeah, lathered you know, up. Wanna, uh, just a little lathered up. You know they want to beat the hell out of the Cowboys. Uh, It's hard for me to see these two games uh, as anything than a split, the Cowboys and the Eagles. I remember last year that uh, both teams came in with uh, injured quarterbacks. So the Eagles got a a win over the Cowboys when they had to start a a backup. Cowboys beat the Eagles when the Eagles had a backup. So now we get both quarterbacks. Uh Uh-huh. So we get both quarterbacks on their own two feet, uh, both healthy. uh Jalen uh, Hurts relatively healthy. He's still a little beat up. I think everyone can tell that when he tries to run, but uh, basically healthy. Uh, I, I can't see a, a, anything other than a, a split for these two. I, I, I definitely have Dallas when Philly comes into there, and I definitely got Philly in this one uh, here at home. They just handled the Dolphins a couple weeks ago. Dak stringing two good ones in a row together as well is kind of hard <laughs> to uh,
0: – yeah. I,
1: I, I'll, I'll put my money against that uh, any day because that just doesn't seem to be uh, – the what you want to bet on uh, him putting two good ones in a row. So I'll concur. Definitely take the Eagles, but should be fun. Should be a real great atmosphere and good. The only decent game in that late afternoon window. So if you're, if you're anywhere in a market that doesn't get that game, I really feel. Did you see the
2: map uh, of the country that's getting that game? It's everybody.
1: Okay. (laughs) If you're not getting one little
2: pocket around Vegas and then a little pocket. Vegas. Yeah, and a little bit in about half the state of New York. Everybody yep. else is getting yep. Cowboys Eagles.
1: As they should. Yes. <laughs> Completely understandable there. Sunday night football. Buffalo, Cincinnati. Uh don't even know what to, to say about the atmosphere and everything surrounding this game. The uh DeMar Hamlin return. Uh Bills are five and three, Cincinnati four and three, Bills uh I, I can't even say they're going to have heavy hearts coming in there because uh, maybe they, I, I don't know. It might be the opposite. Maybe they feel joyous coming in because uh, uh, Hamlin survived that and they're coming back to the scene of the crime and, and they're going right. to, you know, make it, you know, they're going to right the wrong. And they're going to play for DeMar and, and rally up for him, or they're going to do what the bills seem to usually do and, and crumble and fall apart. I don't, you can't tell the bills these days. they I, I think they might have the second uh, Jekyll and Hyde award, sewn up already, because I I don't know what the hell kind of Bills team there is. But they're playing the team that's got the number one Jekyll and Hyde seat sewn up in the Cincinnati Bengals, who appear to be back again. But do we really know? Uh, Bills 5-3, and three, Bengals 4-3. and three. Dawson Knox, the tight end for the Bills, of course, has the wrist injury that is going to have him out for quite a while. Uh, they made a true deal uh, with, the, with the Packers up there, and they take uh, yeah. Green Bay cornerback Russell Douglas. Uh, and they need to add to their defense because of all their defensive injuries. They didn't just add him. They went and signed the big man, Linval Joseph, as a free agent and brought him in. But they know what they're doing. They know what their defensive needs are. They know what they have to address, and they made some moves to address that, and, and that's very good and very shrewd by the Bills, so I'm happy to see that. Uh, Bills are the slight underdog in this one, uh, plus 2.5 at the Bengals.
2: So this is my hardest pick to make because all of my natural tendencies were telling me Oh, take the Bengals, take the Bengals. They're on their way up. They're looking great. The Bills can't quite know what to make of them. But this is just that spot where the Bills show up. And I I don't know what it is. I don't necessarily think this is because, well, this is where DeMar died and came back to life. Because I think that got all washed away by uh, Cincinnati going up to Buffalo and embarrassing them in the snow in their building. So this is the Bills now going back. I think to extract a little bit of that type of playoff revenge and have that chip on their shoulders and the bills are the best when they've got a chip on their shoulders. So I'm going to take the bills here um, as a road dog to uh, go in there and give the Bengals all they can handle.
1: The bills are definitely a different team when they're motivated, when they have their heads focused uh, toward a single goal. So I I understand completely taking them. um, But the way the Bengals played last week, they're they're the Undertaker. They're rising up again, and yeah. and Joe Burrow he he looked more than healthy. He looked he looked motivated. He looked like okay, fuckers, you you everybody's doubting me and telling yeah. me uh, what I am and what I'm not. Let me show y'all what I still am and what I can do when I'm healthy. So, uh, it, it two teams that are motivated should be a very good game. Should be a great game. Back to the scene of the Demar Hamlin near tragedy. Back on. Prime time, that was Monday night last year. This is Sunday night. Even if the Bills get up for this one, their D is so depleted. Um and, and Burrow doing the Undertaker again. I'm I'm gonna take Cincinnati, uh yeah, I don't I, blame I, you. Yeah, I, I don't blame you for taking Buffalo, so it should be. I really had it good. this
2: way all week and then I just really thought about it and I'm I just like, you know what? This it, this is that this is where the Bills just do that Bills thing, right? And then you'll go back and in hindsight be like, Yep, that was all set up for you know yeah, this is the perfect bill setup right here. So I don't know. I just got that feeling about this one.
1: All right, and Monday night uh, Clippers and the Jets. Real good matchup between Justin Herbert and the Jets secondary. L.A. at three and four. Jets at four and three. Uh, Josh Palmer, the receiver, is out with a knee injury for the Chargers. They are still the favorite. They are minus three and a half at the Jets.
2: I'm going with the Robert Sala thing here about how he was very quick to point out about all these top quarterbacks that the Jets have played and made them all look like punks at home, at home. I'm taking that Jets defense. I'm sorry. As a three and a half point dog. I mean, the Chargers can win this by a field goal. If we still win the pick or I win the pick, I don't know what you're picking. <laughs> I'm taking the Jets and that defense. And, and for Justin Herbert to have a rough night. Cause everybody has a rough night in the Meadowlands.
1: No, we're taking them. We're both. Taking
0: okay. them, uh, <laughs> you're, you're with yeah. me on that.
1: Okay. missing mike williams and josh palmer that that's the difference i, I don't think uh herbert I, I think he might have a chance to put him over if he had all his weapons uh against the jets but he doesn't have all his weapons and it's a different offense uh when he's missing his guys so i, I will take the jets uh the fighting solos i'll take them along with you
2: the chargers will throw for more than minus nine yards though <laughs> i think that's guaranteed
1: they will not pull a Danny Devito. What was the kid's name? Tommy Devito. Danny DeVito.
2: <laughs> good enough for me.
1: Okay. <laughs> something Devito. <laughs> Terrible. We're, we're, that, that's gonna that's gonna win one of your awards at the end of the year. Probably.
2: Oh, that's worst game of the year. Until something, until something knocks it. How could you get
0: worse?
1: That uh, might win multiple awards. We, Tommy Devito's got to get something too for the, just. Don't throw, don't throw anything downfield. Just keep dropping back and throwing out to the side. Just th- keep throwing swing passes. Well, Tyrod the-
2: Taylor wasn't doing much better.
1: He wasn't doing but that.
2: Tyrod Taylor got hurt. He had eight yards passing.
1: <laughs> That's better than minus four.
2: <laughs> <I>
1: mean, <laughs> so, whatever I mean, I mean, DeVito wound up with. God,
2: that might that now has jumped ahead of me uh, <laughs> for that Colin Kaepernick game against the Bears. <laughs> In the in that game, at least though, had wind, right? Right. You
0: yeah,
1: know, but that really was a terrible um, game. This, this was just,
2: there was nothing. Uh, this wasn't in a, a driving rainstorm or forty-five or fifty-mile-an-hour winds. You know, with the Belichick Bowl, like where they only had right. Matt Jones throw the ball three. None of that. You had absolutely nope. nothing going on with that. Uh, I'm just checking the tape here. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, when he got hurt, was four for seven for eight yards.
1: <laughs> oh, that's but
2: atrocious. It's one Point one <laughs> something yards for completion. Oh my god.
0: Yards that, that yards is... per
2: attempt. Those <laughs> yards for two yards for completion. One point something yards per attempt. And Danny DeVito was negative.
1: <laughs> and one too many uh Jimmy John subs, I guess. I don't know.
2: Negative um, yards per attempt.
1: I I never seen anything like that just over and over again, swing bad, swing bad, swing yeah. bad, swing bad.
2: Oh, no, I said I I, 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 called out John Shoup. I did it. I said his name four times. Oh. Now he's coming back. He's coming back.
1: oneone oh. uh, yard average for Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, which is better than negative point one yard average for Tommy DeVito. Negative point one. Man. Now, here's another. Um, Example to throw some metrics out of the window. Not all metrics are great metrics. This QBR that ESPN keeps trying to get over as the alternative oh, to yeah. rating. Right. Tommy DeVito had a better QBR than Tyrod Taylor. Two of seven for minus one yards. Into the somehow sun. got him. <laughs> somehow got him a fifteen point one QBR.
2: Means nothing. Sometimes you got to trust your eyes and not the paper. And first of all they were both garbage.
1: Yes. But okay. it, it makes me it makes me want to unravel the ball and figure out what goes into QBR because how do you throw for minus 1 yard and wind up with a higher QBR than somebody who threw for positive yards? Th-
0: how
2: do you throw for minus 1 yard and have a QBR
1: right it's at all. 0. 0. I, I don't know. Or minus zero, two, two, or two
2: completions on seven attempts.
1: His offense went backwards when he threw the ball. Overall, when you total it all up, Man. his offense started. His offense ended up behind where they began. When you total up his passes, how do you have a positive QBR? But yet, passer rating was much worse: thirty-nine point six to Tyrod's sixty-two point two. So, yeah. uh, without knowing what goes into the metrics, you have to trust. Passer rating going forward.
0: Yeah, net, much more net yards in passing
2: minus nine for the game for the for the Giants. I've I've never in in a non weather situation never right. seen something like that before.
1: And like I said, for a, an offensive minded coach, and and that's what you produce. Really, okay. I'm, I'm I'm done with uh, Mr. Genius uh, Dable because I, I, I I've had a problem with him, of course, uh, as you know, because I've talked about it on the show. That
2: well, it's the whole mini project thing, and they're just not doing it right.
1: He should be using Danny Dimes as mini project and and having yep. him run a lot more, yes, and taking advantage of that. Because if you got if you got Danny Danny Dimes and and Josh Allen next, you know, next to each other. Danny Dimes doesn't have the arm at all of Josh Allen. He doesn't really have the legs, but at least it's close. Why would you not rely more on the legs? I mean, go back
2: to the playoff game. Well, that's exactly what they did against the Vikings when they beat Mm -hmm. them in the playoffs, right? It was a lot of designed runs and, you know, RPO-type stuff, play action, and it worked for them. And it came Absolutely into this worked. season, I was like, okay, we're going to see a lot more of that. And they, no, there's been nothing.
1: Right. So that, that's, I was already salaried on Don Bable.
2: And they gave Jones the bag.
1: They gave Jones a bag. But, but again, back to the coaching. Imagine Kyle Shanahan has that situation with, with Danny DeVito Sunday. Do you think he's throwing for minus one yards?
2: No. I think that's I, I, impossible I, for Kyle Shanahan to have any <laughs> quarterback throw for minus one yard in his system.
1: Uh, I mean, Kyle could <laughs> go
2: be the coach of the Giants' offense right now with those guys, with just guys, with, with Wandale Robinson and Darius Slayton, and they're going to throw for more than minus nine yards.
1: They're going to be in the top half of the league throwing uh, just with just from the, from the coaching change, yeah. just from the, just the philosophy. Right. Yeah. Just, just dudes. Yep. They absolutely will. So... <sighs> you, you can you can tell these guys uh, who are who are really the geniuses and who are kind of fraudulent. So I, I, I declare Brian Dable is one of those fraudulents.
2: <laughs> well, it 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 was good to be back on the show. It was good to see you guys. You guys look good. You know,
1: it was great uh, to see you guys, man. Kids are kids, kids so big. The oh.
2: factors are not the way you remember them. I'm guessing.
1: No, but I knew I I, I knew the, how much they were growing. I just you know just seeing them you know face to face. Like oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> They're, yeah, they're really. Uh,
2: my daughter uh, made the, like she was making the the, the wait staff laugh with her giggle. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> when we
2: when we told the beeping softball story, which my kids had never <laughs> heard, so I figured once right. we had gotten that story, I was like, mm, we probably should get back on the road because we, we you know these stories did are going to start getting worse, guys.
1: Uh, right, that was one of the tamer tamer ones. And did yeah. you notice? I I meant to talk to you. Did you notice? the uh, surrounding patrons when we were telling that story? No. They got completely silent. I don't think they could believe how (laughs) cool and crude we were telling... Because we were so loud about it because we were always loud when we talk about that.
0: Such a good story.
1: It's a great story, but it's really bad. Like, really bad people for coming up with it. It's
2: very crude. Making fun of blind kids, yes.
1: And I happen to notice, like everybody that was having a conversation at those booths next to us, they all stopped.
2: And we were so focused on those kids and that laughter. (laughs) I'm glad my kids have a sense of humor about it, right? My daughter was just, like, getting complimented by the people (laughs) about her laugh because she was was red she was laughing so hard. Yeah, yeah, we were were those people, weren't we?
1: We were. I I noticed it. I I didn't think you had noticed it, but I I did. No, I was in the
2: story, man.
1: It was so silent. That's why I noticed it. I just—I'm
2: <laughs> hoping we gave those people some enjoyment. That, you know, maybe, uh, maybe they were digging it.
1: I don't think so. I
0: think it they was, were kind first of horrible. Of all,
2: it was a 100% true story. We did not embellish it. Right. Right. Like, there's something funny about watching blind kids try to play softball with a softball <laughs> that's beeping, and they're all running around trying to find it. it, it,
1: it it's funny to us. I don't uh, and it was it was hilarious to your daughter and yeah.
0: your
1: son. Yeah. I don't think it was I, funny to everyone wild.
2: else. <laughs> yeah, no. Outside of our group, I don't but, it, but it's a great story. No, and then when we, when we and then we started talking about the we were going to make millions of dollars off of the the beeping softball video <laughs> game made specifically for the blind with zero um skill required for graphics because it's just a black screen.
1: Yeah, I I think I noticed it because I kind of expected somebody to come up from behind. Me. That's not very nice, what you people are saying. Oh, right man.
2: Now. You know what? I deep, deep, down inside, deep down inside, they were laughing, too.
1: <laughs> I don't think everyone else is as, as cruel as we are. I don't think they're all assholes like <sighs> we are. We like to think they are, but I don't think they well, quite okay. are. <laughs> so we're, I mean, we're, after we're, that... I, not that I wouldn't tell the story in public again because it is funny to me and you, but I was just right. struck especially by for how my kids
2: who had my kids who had never heard that, right. you know, and my right. kids who had really in their minds never met you,
1: mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> even though they had, they just had forgot, <laughs>
2: right? You know, like Grant, I, I, he doesn't remember, you know, all the pictures right. of Grant around you, he's a baby.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's so yeah he's funny. looking at him with uh, with his mouth open like that's yeah. me yeah
2: well it's funny because you're talking to him like you know him and he's like who the hell are you
1: <laughs> <laughs> well he's trying to be polite and, yeah. and you know go along and then I gave him money and then of course I was his best
2: friend oh, after that yeah you you just made you just made their day and then my I wife loved I've... the uh, my wife loved the M and M she didn't even remember that you ate all of her peanut M and M Peanut
1: butter M&Ms. I know. Yeah, no, nobody would remember that. I'm a weirdo. I, that, that's the yeah. kind of person I am. But it,
2: it gnawed at you and gnawed at you for twelve years.
1: And it did. I felt met. terrible. I, I, I still had that that look on her face when she saw me with her bag of M and M's. I had that frozen in my head because she looked so horrified. And then at that point, I realized, oh no, this is Those hers. Those were
0: hers. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> supposed was to be eating
1: these.
2: <laughs> Those were mine.
1: And, and oh, I was so into
2: the, She is like everything Reese's, and yeah, yeah, she's all about the peanut butter stuff. It, to me, it's it's fine, but I don't go wild for it like she does.
1: And I was so hungry getting off the plane. I hadn't eaten. No, and I we get went, it. We went grocery shopping, and everybody staring at us, and they thought we were an interracial couple. And. And we finally make it back home, and, and I just – I saw the bag of peanut butter M&Ms, and I still remember just opening it up and throwing them down, and I was just gobbling them. And then she saw me with with them in, in my hand, and she's like, um, I, I meant to tell you there were some M&Ms in here, but it, it not those. <laughs> there were some other ones on the counter that, that were not the peanut butter ones. Oh. Yeah, that was – it was clear that that's her. That was her baby, and I, and bet I, and you, I She not even remember that. that. She was so she in wedding
2: mode, and right, but, but I don't remember because
1: I feel bad about it.
2: Well, it's okay. You, you can she, tell. She, she appreciated that you not only paid back, but you paid interest back and got the bigger bag.
1: <laughs> you can tell With you know, I'm a master of disappointing people, so I can tell when I see that look on people's face, it kind of freezes in my head, no. like, uh-oh, I've, I've done it again. <laughs> I
2: have I have let you down.
1: Yes, uh, as, okay. as I normally do. <laughs> uh,
2: so I'm, no, but that I'm was, glad I was able was, to do
1: that, do right by by her.
2: Yeah, that, that was good, because we got done, and we still ended up making, uh, we ended up only stopping about 20 miles short of Jackson, so we got pretty far. After we okay. you guys for dinner, um, which was nice because it made our drive the next day, you know, really easy. Um, going the rest of the way, we were mm-hmm. able to make some stops and do some fun things, so it wasn't just you know road time, road you know just going crazy on the road. Um nice. well, it was great. Then we stopped and saw my dad on the way back, so everybody kind of got it. I mean, we did this extra little extra loop <laughs> doing mm-hmm. it. So
1: that was fun. No, you're you're talking about at the dinner. Uh, that on your ba- you're on your way back. You're gonna make it uh, up towards your father, who's close to Cincinnati. So we were yep, doing we're on a to whole, Cincinnati, doing the whole Bill Belichick thing. Uh, the the whole time at dinner, there. we're on to Cincinnati. I, I don't think the people uh, were quiet for that. I think they were just having their normal conversations at that point. It was when we got into the, the beeping softball and the blind blanket oh, that's, that's when I noticed they just went completely silent.
2: My kids were going
1: berserk though.
2: <laughs> I mean, just seeing my daughter, the, just the, the her turning red and she, see, this is the problem is she's got my sense of humor, mm-hmm. right? No. So yeah, she's got that dry, sarcasticness to her too, and then she she definitely gets some of the more over the top, darker type stuff that um she gets it all. And it's like oh man, I guess I you know, and that's when you're thinking like oh man, you don't realize how much you rub off on your kids until you look at them. You're like oh man, you're you're acting like me right now.
1: <laughs> that's your daughter.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: and then that's your son who looks exactly like you in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like you. That's
2: why at one point I was sitting there. That's why I was like, Are "You having flashbacks or something?"
1: Uh, yes, so, yes, I was.
2: You're like, "Oh man, it's like it's weird."
1: <laughs> it's, it's you reanimated, yeah.
2: Uh, well, that's what happens with kids. That's the whole weird thing about my kids is they look just like each other, but then everybody says that my daughter looks like my wife and my son looks like me, but then. Right. But I told you about my daughter with her phone because she's always like Grant doesn't look like me, <laughs> and then Grant was able to unlock her phone with the face ID. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. really? She's
2: like, no, and then she did it to him. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. yeah. They look
2: like each other.
1: Sorry, your siblings. That's how it works.
2: Would Would you look at baby pictures of the two of them? If one's not obviously wearing pink, or you know, right? Yeah. If, if it's just a picture of my daughter as a baby wearing blue. Or, right. or gray, or white. Like, what? Which one is that? You know, <laughs> you got to really look because uh, the faces and, are the same.
1: And now they, uh, everyone's saying that your daughter looks like your mother. It uh, looks like her mother. Uh, it's because of the hair. It's because they have the same hair. They're, oh they're, yeah. Look, yeah, they at the curly got curly the, hair.
2: She's got that big curly hair. So.
1: And then your son has your hair, the the square kind of uh, military cut almost.
2: Yeah, so. I had, uh, actually had just gotten my hair cut. Like I said, if you'd seen me a week before we came down, my hair was pretty
1: long.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> but I got it cut because we were going to the beach, and I didn't want to have a mop on my head.
1: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Oh, I burnt good. Oh, man.
1: I was about to say, did you I enjoy the beach even though you hate the sun?
2: I am still peeling. <laughs> no, I loved I had the first day we were there, I burnt to a crisp. Right. Uh, I'm st- I'm itchy. Yeah, I'm still itchy from some of it. Um, s- mid middle of the second day after the first couple hours that we were on the beach on the second day, we went to one of the, excuse me, one of the many beach shops and I got a uh, like a beach shirt, you know. Right. Where it still lets some sunlight through, but. It's it's more protection, so I just started wearing that. And I wore a hat when we mm-hmm. were down there. So I, I did better to take care of myself because the first day, I mean, every day was just gorgeous, but the first day was the best beach conditions. So it was the longest that we were on the beach was the first day because the, the waves, there was hardly any waves. It was you know, low 80s. It was perfect. The next few days, it was the same temperature, but the winds shifted and got stronger. So we were dealing with the big surf and the big waves. It was all riptide warnings. Don't go out. very, you know. So they're telling people don't go out more than like ankle or knee deep, you know, don't get out into the ocean. So we were really watching the kids. And the funny part was, even if you were in ankle deep water, it didn't take too long before you were chest deep. Right, something was coming in to get you, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there was one day me, me and Grant were just sitting down in the waves, right in the surf for probably a good hour, and we're just getting the, just pounded by the waves, and he thought it was the greatest thing. Of course, you know he was starting yeah. to try to predict where they were going to come from, and he was worried. Oh, this was a doubler. This one's a triple. <laughs> oh, this one's coming from the side, and then there was a. It was all of a sudden all the water gets sucked out. We're like, uh oh. Hmm. we're almost on dry sand now we were in the surf and then the next one that came and hit us knocked him probably 15 feet up the beach (laughs) and he thought it was the best thing ever he got up his shorts were all full of sand wait i'm supposed to be telling you all the terrible stories and then go but we had a great time
1: (laughs) no you can't take my bit that's my bit
2: yeah the food was great i mean Mm -hmm. all the shrimp and the grouper and oh man I, yeah,
1: I, I told you the, the seafood down that way is going to be. One awesome. of the
2: dinners that we went to at a place in Destin was so big. I'm not joking. The dinner was so enormous that we took all the leftovers back to the condo, and that was our dinner the next night. So we got two dinners out of it.
1: I believe it. I believe I mean, it.
2: that the next night it wasn't a leftover size like little portion. It was a meal. Everybody mm-hmm. still had a second meal the next night.
1: That's that's great. Can't do it any so, better than that.
2: And all the places, I mean, everything was expensive. Um, you know, the average dinner was probably coming in somewhere between a hundred and a hundred and fifty bucks.
1: Yeah, the, everything's but expensive you don't, these days. But you don't
2: feel so bad about that when that gets you two dinners.
1: Sure, sure.
2: So that was nice, you know. And we had a we had a two bedroom condo. We were on the eleventh floor of this place. I mean, even being up across the street from the from the beach and up on the, I mean, you could you opened up the the patio door, whole place just sounds like ocean waves. It right. was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> and then the TV was situated perfectly, so when I was sitting out on the balcony drinking coffee or in the morning or wine in the evening, that I could watch right through the window, watch some of the game. Uh, whatever my kids were watching because they had YouTube on the TV, you know, so it was nice. It was, it was, -hmm. it was, it was, was, yeah, I wish there would have actually been a couple more clouds for the sunsets because when there's no clouds and the sun goes up, not, not that pretty.
0: Really?
2: It's a sunset. I mean, it, it changes color, but when you get the clouds, you know, and you get all the purples and all that, that would have been nice once just to have, um, but we got that with one of the sunrises at the end. So at least because we, you know, we were down there so late in the year that we got the sunset and the sunrise over the Gulf. Nothing was over land, so it was always over water.
1: Oh wow! Okay, pretty. Yeah.
2: So, and uh, the first night we were there, we took the kids on a, a sightseeing cruise for to go see dolphins, right? Yeah. So you're thinking, like, come on, how do they really know? Like, what is it? How many how many dolphins are you going to see? We probably saw forty. <laughs> I'm not
1: That's kidding. how they know because
2: they were they were everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, that's some tuna. You know, you guys are going to be a tuna. <laughs> See, I went there. Um,
1: yeah, of course you did.
2: <laughs> but they were swimming right up to the boat. My daughter got a couple of pictures that my wife. Uh, my daughter was giving my wife a hard time because my wife posted my wife. My daughter sent the pictures to my wife, and then posted them on Facebook. My daughter was mad that my wife did not give her photo credit. No, oh. like she's like, yeah, mom my right picture.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: she was very proud because it looked like I'm not joking. The dolphins were so close and the water was so clear, it looked like she took these pictures at an aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> and she was taking them off the side of the boat, a mile out into the Gulf of Mexico
1: that's that's a great experience, But well, that's
2: yeah, hilarious. expensive that was one of the lesser expensive things that we did the tickets for you know a suns it was a sunset cruise too, mm. and we got to so we got all the dolphins and we got a sunset cruise
0: cool
2: so yeah it was, it was a blast
1: but that that is funny the the modern child out I want credit on photo your credit, <laughs> yes, on your post. I want you to credit it that I took the picture. Yeah, I mean, she, she
2: was can't, really worried that my wife was stealing her photo credit. You know,
1: she she can't put it on her own account because she doesn't have one. Because she, she doesn't have run. one,
2: correct? So she's like, Mom, "Mommy, you got to go back." And my wife edited it and made sure she put on there that uh, Trini took the picture.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs> hey, good for my uh, daughter. She knows she knew
1: that she. But yet go- another modern, uh, you know, we never had that option, of course, right. as kids, because we didn't have any social media. So <laughs>
2: No, no, what you had to do was take the picture and then wait weeks <laughs> to see if you even got it.
1: To get it developed. Right. Which kids don't know about that. Or if you're really old school, you wait for the uh, Polaroid.
2: Oh, well, you, <laughs> you got to gotta flap it back and forth but and blow not- on it.
1: Yeah, gotta wait for the ball to develop. for us the it was
2: always the rolls of 35 millimeter film, and you took it mm-hmm. to the place, and you put it in the bag, and you sent it off somewhere. Yep. Or you went to like the one hour. There was a one hour photo place that I always went to with my grandma and grandpa in Chicago, up by the brickyard. If you remember the brickyard.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Uh, what was that out? It was like uh, Narragansett and Fullerton mm-hmm. area, and there was a little photo stand in the middle of their parking lot out there by the brickyard, and we used to drive there every so often and uh, go to this little photo drop-off place, and that's where we'd always drop them off, and then we'd go do some stuff for a while, and then a couple hours later, we'd go back and drive through the little booth and pick up the pictures. Yeah, they are. Just now, I mean, I can sit here, pull out my phone, take a picture, and email it to you in a
1: minute. Yep, that is the modern... uh... the, the modern conveniences of something I can you... go
2: online, find a clip from a show from our youth, rip it, put it on our website. You can play it for everybody to listen to, like we did tonight. And it didn't take me that. Once I found the clip, it was really easy. This is crazy that you can do that. And in the old days, that would have been me sitting there with the tape player right up to the speaker, <laughs> holding down pause and record, right.
1: Uh, the the 35-millimeter thing reminded me of a couple of different uh, scenarios. Um, I, I got sort of the warm and fuzzies thinking about the uh, pictures at the Kentucky Derby back when I went to the Derby in, in 03, 04. Oh, sure. Um, and and the, the, the elbow room in a fight that you had to get in to get pictures of all the different drunk girls that would like to flash you at the uh, Kentucky Derby.
0: Oh, okay. uh,
1: so I'm sure those are a lot of fun for people to, uh, for the developers at Walgreens uh, up in Chicago to get those. Could
2: you imagine being <laughs> those people?
1: Those you know, developers,
2: pictures, and the stuff you see.
1: Oh, my goodness. Some of the stuff that they had to see was like, oh, my God, what is it? And then some of this is criminal, and you probably have to report it. Like, if you see a little kid. I would think know, so, right? Wouldn't something.
2: that be your duty to, to
1: yeah, see, I think like,
2: that you, porn or something right. you, like you have to.
1: You have to yeah. say something like, okay, this is not oh good, God. and I got to call the cops.
2: So uh, my mom but, was moving tomorrow. She was going through all her stuff. She brought me a bag, and I was like, well, what's in this? It was all of my pictures I took. When we went on our 8th grade class trip
0: to Cincinnati. Oh, wow. I was like, now, I don't a, I'm sure it still Because I've
2: moved so many times and lost mm-hmm. things. You know, it's just, you lose things over the years. I'm like, I had no idea. Right. Like a yeah, tidy, the, last time,
1: the last time I was in Chicago, my aunt uh, had moved from she finally moved out of uh, the house that they grew uh, that she and her husband uh, raised their kids in they moved out to somewhere else and she was cleaning out their basement and so she turned over to me like a big stack like 50 or 60 pictures of uh, me as a baby being held by my parents and me in the in the walker in the stroller Um, my my different pictures of my parents my mom I, I don't have I really didn't have any pictures of my mother at all before she gave me those, so I was very appreciative of those. But yeah, the, we all our families got those old uh, developed pictures and 35 millimeters and all that. Uh, some of us lost them a- along the way. My, my wife doesn't have any of her uh, childhood pictures because her mother lost all of those. Uh, but some of us, uh, that we still have them, they're just buried somewhere. And then, you know, it takes somebody finding them and saying, Hey, remember these? And you go, Oh right.
2: wow, look at that. Like I know uh, my, my sister has a lot of old, she has all the old, old photos. So like all the stuff yeah. from when I was really little and my grandma and my grandpa before they died. So she's got all that stuff. So okay. my, I think my kids got to see those when they went up there and so I'm sure they had a, I'm sure they had a blast looking at all those old pictures.
1: Okay, so I, I didn't have to find the the old Skinner pictures of you because they've seen you as a as a, at that age.
2: Um, yeah, kind of, but I think they still wanted to see the school pictures. So oh. I don't have any. of I hardly have any of that stuff. You know, actually, who actually has a bunch of those is my dad because my grandma and his mom and dad had. We sent them our pictures every year. Right. They were all over their walls when we would go and see them. There's you know pictures of me and pictures of my sister. So when my grandpa died, my dad's got all that stuff now. Mm -hmm. So at least I know that it's somewhere. There's a whole bunch of pictures from me from, you know, grammar school, grammar school, right? Um, (laughs) Which apparently must have just been a Chicago thing, I guess. Because though
1: I'd
0: say grammar school.
2: Everybody else? I'm I'm talking about. No, it's grammar school.
1: depends on where you are in the country, I guess.
2: Like the French room.
1: That's definitely a Chicago thing. It's
2: not the front room; it's the uh-huh. French room.
1: That's right. Uh, uh, but but the other what uh, the one bad thing about the the thirty five millimeter that you were bringing about got all those good memories, and then I also remembered that uh, the 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 bitch in Wisconsin that drove uh, me crazy. It's always
2: going to go back to that.
1: It is. Um, Again, you have no life. You have no friends. You. When I ask you what you do in your spare time, you say nothing.
2: Nothing. So that why should don't, have been the red flag.
1: That that was red flag number one. It was. So why, when you finally take me to your apartment, do you have a, a basket on your uh, counter with all of these rolls of 35mm camera <gasps> film? I guess you're and
2: into photography. I,
1: I guess. And when I ask you what's on all those rolls, you say nothing. Well, okay. Really? Uh, okay. Again, should have known. My fault. Should should have ended it as soon as possible, but did not. But anyway.
2: But you wouldn't be where you are today without that.
1: That's one way of looking at it. Uh, if, See, I had gone,
0: then, right?
1: if I hadn't gone crazy, and, and spent a week in a psych ward, I definitely would be a different person. That, that is that is true. Right.
2: And all the things that happened lined up the way they lined up. Yeah, change one of those little things. Like it is like we talk about with sports, you know. So well, they passed up a thing in the second quarter. You know, the whole game changed after that. You can't just be like, Well, they take out that one thing and now it's the exact same game. Everything changes. So
0: I, I That's I get the way it. I like yeah. to look
2: at it. Unless it's at the very last play. <laughs> right? If it's the very last thing that happens, and then then somebody gets screwed, I got a beef. But if it's something that happens, you know, at the ten minute mark of the first quarter, be like, mm, yeah, you don't know what would ever happened after that.
1: So is that how you look at uh, your? Uh, you have female drama in your past that that I know about.
2: Absolutely. That,
1: that, if, that if that didn't happen, that you wouldn't be where you are at this I point. I
2: wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't have my kids. Right? I, yeah. No. No.
0: Yeah. So. Okay.
2: Absolutely, because everything that happened, there's no guarantee that I'm at the point where I I meet my wife at the moment that it happens, because I might have been doing something else or with somebody else, so life would have been totally different.
1: Okay, I guess you're you're right about that.
0: Yeah.
2: So, can't can't change it. (laughs) You've got to embrace it and move on. There you go, there's my deep thoughts.
1: You definitely can't change it's been 20 years this is actually the, this year is the 20 year anniversary that's, of all that shit that's that, pretty that, wild cuz i remember you, I went when
2: you went through all that stuff that was like you went off like, I, like where is he <laughs> couldn't yeah, 'cause cuz i call you like nobody was oh okay it's weird
1: yeah no i was uh, i was gone. in a different Every place they
2: just randomly <laughs> called me and told me the story and i'm like i could not believe what i was
1: hearing i'm like whoa yeah and the the, the killer thing is When I was going through it, I said in my head, 20 years from now, I'm going to look back at this shit and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I went through that. And here I am 20 years later, and I'm going, oh my God, I can't believe I went through all that. So I I was right about that, that it would be a distant memory 20 years down the road. I just didn't know that 20 years would get here so fast. It feels like it happened like... No, no, don't say that
2: because everything is flying by.
1: Yeah, I know. All right, uh, anything uh, else you wanted to get to? Uh, We we live in a world where the Texas Rangers are the world champions of baseball. I'm okay
2: with that. Um, Okay. Now, I think I said it to you when we met, that this this is why that the Cubs not making the playoffs by one game mattered, right? This is why that season was not a success, because just look at what the Diamondbacks did.
1: But that last spot in the, bad, the NL. All the
2: lower tier. Now the, the Rangers had more I think of a real like stake because they were legitimately good all year long.
1: They just weren't the best in their division. That would be different. The oh,
2: right, they faded. But they were in first place, I want to say the most of any team and they were in first right. place during the so I think they had more of a, you know, a rightful hold uh, you know, they obviously weren't as good regular season as the Rays or the Orioles. Um, you know, but but I have no problem with the Rangers. Nobody watched. worse. No.
1: <laughs> nor nor should they.
2: <laughs> no, I did not watch at all. I followed uh, some on my phone, but I, again, I was in Florida.
1: Yes, you you were busy. You were on vacation. I key. had an
2: excuse, but I don't know how much I would have actually watched. Right. Yeah, I, I, way, I, I,
1: I watched, but I don't know how much I would have watched if not for gambling being illegal and me being able to put down single game parlays every night.
2: I mean, I knew uh, deep down inside you were pulling for the Phillies because that was your yeah. team. Yeah, I know. I know you were really pulling hard for them, and then
1: they had it uh, on their record. They had game six seven, seven at home and got. Fucked up both times. So they melted.
0: They had so they it, are, and, and they,
1: they, got, they boned it.
2: They got nobody to blame but themselves. I thought that That's that was in right. the bag, and they were going to the World Series. But, no, good for the Rangers. I mean, they had clearly whooped up on an inferior opponent. but Yes. Um, that happens sometimes, especially with these the short playoff format at the beginning because that was so wild with those best-of-threes. Um
1: that's my big takeaway or my big problem with it is I guess I just wish that in the NLCS, yes, we could have seen, you know, the Braves and Dodgers instead of the Diamondbacks and Phillies. Or if the Phillies could yeah. have beat, you know, the Braves and, or, or the Dodgers in like a seven-game set and really left no doubt instead of all these – three and five game series and you you get hot for two days and you, you knock out a team that was, that won a hundred games. It just, that doesn't sit right with me. I
2: I have no problem with the best of three format, but I only wanted that to be, to settle the wild card. That's it. I thought that was great. Like instead of the play in game, that was even one of my ideas on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Don't do a play-in game, make it a best-of-three, give the team with the better record all three home games, but shut. But don't make the whole first round that.
1: Well, that's yeah, it was, a punishment. It, it is, it really is. Like.
2: But then you had all the teams who came off of those wins just steamrolled the teams that were rested.
1: I still think that there's something inherently flawed about a, a system that makes you grind and punishes you so much for six months like that, only to have it all come down to basically a, a three-day weekend.
2: Right. No, I, I get it. Or I, we said the same thing about the one-game playoff, the play-in game.
1: Oh, that was even worse.
2: That was one bad inning.
1: Right. That was you a coin play flip.
2: 162 games. Oh, we had a bad seventh inning. Season's mm-hmm. over.
1: Our, our middle reliever came in and gave up three, and that's it. It's over.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See you, folks. That was the Pirates every year.
1: <laughs> yes. Hey, they got home field for the one-game playoff. Oh, they lost 5 nothing again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the the baseball format, to me, really needs some more. I don't know if they're going to ever change it. I think they got the, the powers that be in baseball. I think they got what they want right the way it is right now. You get so many more teams that have a chance at the playoffs. You get more excitement in those cities. You get uh, instead of, you know, it's five thousand a night in Arizona at the end yeah. of the season. Now you get fifteen thousand because there's a chance that they make the wild card and who knows what happens from there. So uh so they, they got it the way they want it. it, it, it screw, to me it screws over the Dodgers and the Braves and the and the really good teams like that. No um,
2: I think baseball would benefit and they'll never do it because of the money, but baseball would benefit from if you want to have these expanded playoffs, shorten the regular season.
1: Yes. I agree shave with that off, completely. You
2: don't even have to shave off a ton. Shave off eight games. Right?
1: I'd, yeah, I'd shave off 20, but that's me.
2: Yeah, but if you want to expand the playoffs, and you, I, I would also make sure that nobody has a bye and that every series is at least five to start.
1: That, that'd be a start. Be so that would be the, start. that's
2: the way I would start it off for an expanded playoff because I don't think it's fair to if you're going to have an expanded playoff week over a five-game or a seven-game series that anybody gets a bye. There's no advantage in not playing for 10 days.
1: Probably not. Not, not yeah. for baseball.
2: No, no, no. no. Especially if you go in and you let's say you've got it all sewn up and you haven't played a meaningful inning in a month.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? That's the problem that you have with some of these teams that win 102, 105 games is they haven't played a game that mattered in a long time.
1: Now those bats have to find a way to get hot again. Those those right. eyes have now to see the ball correctly, right. and they not seen it in a month. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a and problem. And are playing
2: teams then that that fought for everything at that. Point. Yeah, so, so they're coming in sharp. Tested. Yep. Right. So, you, it, so I I don't know if they'll f- fix it. I don't know if they care to fix it. But I know I that they're going to they look, look at they're uh, going to look at excuse me the worst World Series ratings ever. <laughs> Figure out maybe that the solution wasn't bigger bases and banning defense
0: and yeah.
2: ghost runners in the extra inning. No, there are problems that are larger than or, or the crappy umpiring. Which, I mean, the, the officiating is ruining both of the big sports in the in the United States right now.
1: Well, baseball knows that. That's why the uh, the robot umps have been taken over. It's the on the leagues. way. And, and it's they're on gonna... the way. Yep. They're going to bring that up at some point. I don't know when, but it's coming soon. Not soon enough. Not soon enough, that's for sure.
2: As long as we All don't right. get the CB Buckner 2000. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> but
1: if you're going to do that, just have have coin flips at the plate.
2: Well, and it was strike. funny. We'll I, saw, coin. I saw a post, and they were talking about the seven umps that were picked for the World Series and how they rated out for the season what their grade was, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, from some place that grades the umps. I don't know if this was the official MLB grading or some some independent place that grades them. Only one of the seven umps was top ten. Don't you think of the that the seven umps, there should be one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven?
1: That would make sense to me.
2: It's the World Series.
1: You would think, think the, you'd want the best umpires.
2: Take the best seven umps. That's it. That's your reward.
1: That makes too much sense, I guess. I I don't know. I know.
2: I know. That's why the NFL gets away with part-time officials. I mean, insurance Mm -hmm. salesmen officiating (laughs) an NFL game. So,
1: yeah. Trying to run as fast as they can to keep up with those monsters out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the – Unintentionally funniest thing you could ever see is you know someone like uh, Debo Samuel or AJ Brown sprinting top speed oh, down the and There's this little mustachioed fifty year old you know, trying You, know, you have
2: Randy Moss <laughs> running, and, yeah. and you see like ninety five year old Dick Handtack <laughs> running after him. You know,
0: hang on, I'm coming, I'm coming, hang on. Or, or yeah. your
2: boy, uh, your boy uh, triplet, what he uh, got in front <laughs> of Joe Horn? Well, that was Phil Luckett.
1: Because
2: uh, he was one yeah. of our, he was our first official in the Hall of Infamy, ah, for being there for so many bad things.
1: <laughs> he, was he was the uh, the, uh, the ground zero
2: guy. He was the mm-hmm. Vinnie uh helmet was the ball guy, <laughs> and he was. The, I'm pretty sure he was the guy who got in front of Joe Horn.
1: He Got trucked.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it took away a total touchdown.
1: Yeah. Just just got boomsticked right like he in the boom sticked right field. He was
2: playing deep safety better than the team that the States <laughs> were playing. Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah he you, got you can, truck
2: sticked. He sure did.
1: You can get paid for being a DB, you, you, But you shouldn't have the, the the zebra stripes on while you do that. That's that's not a good look.
2: Oh man. Alright. I'm good. All
1: right. Okay.
2: But it was good it uh, felt
1: good to be back.
2: I mean, it felt like oh. it was gone for so long, and it was what like 16 <laughs> days since we did a show, and it feels like
1: forever. Yep, I, I had the little one-hour uh, cameo appearance last Sunday morning, and then uh, that probably sounded as, as jittery you, as I did. Did you give I, your I awards
2: for the week? Yeah. Uh, or oh, okay, so you did it all.
1: Yeah, I did the half-hour awards and yep. did the half-hour. of uh, picks.
2: And, and then you and gave my gave picks with zero mix. context.
1: Yep. Exactly, I had no detail. Like Much you less detail. Just how about no
2: detail? Anything from my picks, just by looking at the picks? No, I. You oh, gave okay. me
1: nothing. You gave me the picks, and you gave me your lock. That's all you literally gave me. You That's know what? All could...
2: That's all I had in me.
1: <laughs> I, I had understand. things to
2: do. I had vacationing you, to do. You
1: were on vacation. I completely understand. Yeah. So, uh, your wife so probably gave you done... shit for giving me for doing picks at all.
2: <laughs> now we've each yeah. Now we've each done a solo show. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the go round oh. when you were in the, was it Bahamas?
1: It was either the the uh, Virgin Voyages cruise or um when we when we went to do some uh uh resorts in Mexico, I believe it was Cancun. Well,
2: ample warning because we're talking about going back down there next year. My kids have the same ah. type of setup. But we're talking about staying down there like for seven days. So doing like a Saturday to Saturday or a Sunday to Sunday, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So if that's the case that we're down there more and it's less back and forth, I will just do the show there, mm-hmm. you know, Okay. even if it means doing a Thursday or a Friday or something, I'll just I'll pick up the phone and we'll do a show. Um, I'll do it from wherever we are. Sounds good. So I won't leave you hanging again.
0: All right.
1: Good, because I, uh, I was on a coffee rush, and I only had an no. hour, and I have trying the, to you get, everything get the, in You had the and...
2: broadcast news. You had the flap going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just jammering and stammering and trying to get everything out, and right under the deadline, I think I got the last pick in. So I, yeah, so I, I, you. Well,
2: you could have called in a, like a guest host uh, or something. Um, yeah, I could have, but, but I have no friends. But, and you didn't have my kids like I had when I did the show right. myself.
1: Right, your, your takeover was with, with co-hosts. The little co-host. Yeah. Nope, I, I tried it all by myself. It was it was it was a rush, but I, I wouldn't want to do that permanently. So oh, you don't.
2: Know, you're, <laughs> you're not. You're uh, not. Oh God. No. Oh shit. His name is escaping. You're not Vin Scully. You can't just sit there oh. and go nine <laughs> by yourself. <laughs>
1: I've got all the stories to fill up all the dead time. I'm Vin Scully. No, I can't do that.
2: You know what, though? He did it. I, I he mean, can,
1: He can do that because he did do that.
2: He was the king. I, I mean, yes. he could go nine full innings by himself with no color guy and be perfectly fine.
1: And have all the stories for every batter uh, to fill up all the time. He was, he was he was incredible. There's only one Vin Scully. All right. We are, we're finally done here.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll stop this time.
1: Uh, week nine, I'm the rest the of week microphone nine. even. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's gone. He's away. Uh, the rest of week nine coming up tomorrow. Hopefully you got our picks and we'll do something with them. Uh, Jay usually counts up uh, in his mind what we're different on because he's usually very accurate with that. Five. Uh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Let's see if you're correct on that. One, two, three. No, looks like four. Only four.
2: Uh well hang on, I gotta change some picks. So I'm not catching up that way.
1: <laughs> right, let me let me recount just to no, make no, sure no, I got no, it right.
2: I'm, no, I'm not changing any picks.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh yeah, you got the Falcons in and I got Minnesota, that's the one lock that's being crapped on, and then my lock gets crapped on in reverse, Seattle and you got Baltimore. And after that we only differ on two. Uh you got the Packers, I got the Rams, and you got the Bills tomorrow night and I got the Bengals. That's wow, it.
2: that that's lean.
1: Yeah. So well, we'll see how that how that works out. We we've, we've been all over the place this year. We've had the uh, weeks where we agreed on just about everything. We've had weeks where we disagreed on just about everything. So this is one of those where we're very kumbaya. We'll see how that turns out. All right. Hopefully everyone enjoyed the uh, the football party and the extended after show as we caught up on some things and. Jay is back and I'm back and we're doing the uh, the tag team thing and we got the boy both the boys back in town and hopefully you enjoyed uh, what we had to offer you tonight in in some detail or less detail or more detail as as our mascot Lynn Dawson would say uh, IP to the great Lynn Dawson someone else just died uh, this week that was or last week that was, that was very important and it's so late I can't remember who it was um, and it stinks because I. It probably, probably meant a lot to me. That's why I remembered him, but I but now I forgot him because it's late, uh, and I'm old. All right, I'll remember him as soon as the show goes off the air. So that's how that's going to work. He is Jay. I am Dre. This has been In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we will be back next week to recap week nine and give you our week 10 picks as the season rolls on. We'll talk to you then. And summers died, I loved her, and I don't know if that was it, but maybe it was. R.I.P. Chrissy, from Driesland.
0: Woo-hoo. Oh, and Bob
1: Knight died